welcome back, Golden Globe Trotters. This is um, a hell of a Saturday, but goddamn, am I excited to do one episode on like last week's marathon? Yeah, it's exhausting. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's great that uh, it's hot because this movie's about hell, bro. About the, Satan. About this is Satan superhero Faust. In fact, I don't even think that's his name in the comic. I think that's just like they're referencing the Faust, the story of the guy who stole the soul of the devil for something. I think it was like a Twinkie, uh, but fresh one, like oh, really uh, fresh. It wasn't you know, cause always Twinkies are always stale, no matter how fresh they are. They're, they taste stale. Someone who's a big fan of Zombieland is spitting at you right now. Wasn't that the whole thing of that movie? Was getting fuck. a Twinkie? How about that? How ooh? How about that? Um, yeah, Showing your true Gen X spirit, which I'll get into in a minute. So Faust. Based on the comic book, the underground comic book from the late 80s. I mean, we're not just Laserdisc collectors. We're comic collectors. Yeah, I have every issue of Faust. Only 15. Only 15, okay. Um, It's by Tim Vigil and David Quinn. I've met these guys a million times. They were always at the Comic Cons back in the day because I think they're from Chicago or something. Okay. Uh, Probably didn't have a long line because they were... No, they were hot at this time. I mean, you got to remember... in the eighties, I think it was started off by the, te- the teenage mutant ninja craze. Mm-hmm. There was a huge like black and white indie comic cra- craze going oh, on in the eighties, okay. and this is a black and white comic. I'll point that out as well. And it's if, if you think this movie was something, the comic graphic violence, gore, disemboweling, graphic pornographic sex in it. You see Jesus. dicks going everywhere in the body orifices. It's Pretty fucking hardcore, and you Jeez. had to be an adult to buy this book. Of course, I am. I am. I'm only, you know, I got it. Being like, I think I got into it when I was like fifteen or sixteen, right? That perfect age, you're getting edgy, you're chesting boundaries. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh no! You know, For unlike sure. now, where kids like build bigger boundaries now. Like back <laughs> in the day, you like wanted to kick them down. Go, Fuck you, society! You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> So this is the perfect comic for like an immature teenage boy, which I was at the time. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it had. Because I, I'll tell you right now, David Quinn, who wrote it, shitty writer. Like I have, he's he's super pretentious. He's the, it's, at the end of the day, it's just the story of a wolf. What would Wolverine do if you could actually see him fuck people up? Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, and he's like, uh, you know, well, I mean, there's lines in this movie because he wrote the screenplay, so there's a lot of pretentious lines. In well, this movie. I want to point out real quick, then the guy they got to play Faust or John, whatever yeah. you call this character, they got the perfect guy to represent him because my God, I got the douchiest vibes off him. So yeah, I, he was not great. Uh, yeah. I just got it for Tim Vigil's art, and I got to give it to Tim Vigil. He, I saw a recent interview with him, and he's basically living in poverty. And the reason is, and he's just, I got to give it up to him. He isn't a true artiste because he's like, I want to draw this shit. I don't want to draw fucking Superman. Okay. Like, you know, so like this is the kind of shit. So occasionally he does work for Danzig, which makes sense. Like, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, yeah, he's just like, I don't fucking, I, I'm like, scraping by, you know. But, hey, this is what I want to do. So I, I respect that. You know, he's true to his art, his vision. Yeah, it's very respectable for sure. But who wasn't true to the, the vision of the comic? The people who made this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Movie came out in two thousand. I uh, I never I heard nothing about it. I was one day I was like in a Best Buy. Remember when they used to have to sell DVDs at Best Buy? And I saw <laughs> it and I was like, "What? They made a movie from this shit?" And I bought it because it was straight to DVD. Obviously, it never came out. And I watched it once, and I didn't watch it for twenty one years until we had to watch. It for <laughs> it's this. impressive to me that you held on to it. Yeah. Obviously, you hold on there to must, things. Yes, like, you I know throw me. things. Yeah, you know me. I'm, yeah. I'm like I got. I get too much shit. In you my absolutely body. do. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I, I just, 
I, I'm surprised you would hold on to such a piece of trash as that. Well, is. it's going for like 50 bucks on eBay. I looked it up. Then sell it. Get that trash out of your house. You do not need that clutter in um, your life. This is the weird thing about Okay, I think it came out in like 88, 89, the comic book. Mm-hmm. 12, originally, it was going to be 12 issues. It wound up being 15. They didn't finish it until like 2010. What? Yes. There was like there was literally like 10 years. Because they, they were like churning it out the first like six or seven issues. Like came out relatively close to each other and then there was this and then and the last two i had to fucking hunt they were literally the print run was literally in the hundreds so when they were new i had to pay like 15 bucks a piece for these books Jeez. the last two and now they're going for like 50 60 bucks right now because they're nobody fucking cared nobody knew it was being made anymore right how would you keep track of such a small fucking print you know it's just and it's what not even a good book the art was cool yeah but the, the fucking story I couldn't tell was dumb you could have gun in my head and told me to explain the plot. I, I after I just read it, I'd be like, I don't know. I, all I know is Faust, John Jaspers. I don't like I said. I don't know if he's ever even called Faust in the book. It's just a reference to the story of Faust. Mm-hmm. He sells the soul of the devil for something, and he's crazy. And he chops people up with these Wolverine claws. <laughs> with the, now, are they organic? In no, the book? they're not. Nothing is like. In the comic book, he wears a cow. He doesn't turn into a demon like in this movie. Mm-hmm. He just wears like a superhero. I don't know why he wears a superhero costume. He's never explained. Yeah. Because they build this guy up to be just completely deranged at this point, and yeah. yet he gets a costume. And it's like, wait, what? Why a yeah. costume? And he's got the Wolverine claws. I was shocked like Marvel never sent these guys a cease and desist because he has this, the mask he wears in the comic is very similar to Wolverine's mask. But I don't know. They got away with it. And maybe the. Stan Lee was like, hey, I always fantasized about watching Wolverine fuck somebody and then disembowel him. Come on, where Stan Lee comes from, I'm sure he was like, this, these guys are doing the Wolverine I've been wanting to do with him right. just fucking all over the place. Oh, and by the way, I also created this character. Yeah. That's what he said. But you can't you can't sell shirts with Wolverine fucking people. So, you know, he mm. went the cartoon route, you know? He made it colorful and fun and... Now we got Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, which is fucking you know that, stupid. That, get off Hugh Jackman's great as Wolverine. <laughs> don't even don't, I don't even don't even talk about Tom Hardy's dick, all right? Don't even talk. Oh, I saw him. a new dick. I'm onto a new all dick right. right now. Uh that'll be something uh we might put out sometime out in the future. I don't know. Get ready for that. Griff talks about Tom Hardy's dick for ten minutes. It makes us all uncomfortable. Anyway. <laughs> Where was I at? Oh, uh, wait, I don't know. Hugh Jackman. I, he threw me off, damn it. You and Tom Hardy's dick. You were wrapping up. I was saying that uh, uh, Stan Lee went with the cartoon route to make oh, money. Oh, yeah. You know the, the, the meme? Of, I guess it's from the, the X-Men com- cartoon. Car- he's lying in a bed. bed and, yeah. There's an action figure of that coming out. This is, this is, this is what people are doing now. It's the yes. saddest fucking thing. I just... I you know this there's a tie in that I'm too fucking stupid to come up with here but I want to say that I did tie in this movie which takes heavy vibes and put me right in that mindset I watched this movie I thought it was all new metal you you told me no these it, well, were yes these were res- at one time respectable thrash metal it's Roadrunner Records did this the uh, soundtrack for it and contributed like bands from their 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 uh, label and so you had Sepultura, you had Machine Head, bands that used to be thrash bands, but like in the 90s, they were like, I guess this is where music's going. It's going into the new metal phase, so we're going to go along with it. Yeah. That's what ruined Sepultura when Max Cavalier discovered Korn. Oh. He was like, I'm doing this shit now. And it broke him up. He left the band. 
Yeah. And he did his shitty band Soulfly, which had the first album had Fred Dirtz on it. An unknown Fred Dirtz on it. Wow. Like Limp Bizkit hadn't even come out, or if they, I think they may have had an album out, but because wasn't their second album the one that blew up? I think it I, was. I couldn't tell. I know, I know when the second album came out, that's it solidified everything. Mm-hmm. I think, but yeah, it was a rough, rough time for metal. <sighs> '90s was a very rough time for metal. Period. So here we go. We're in the late '90s. New metal's becoming a thing. This movie put me right back into that PTSD stage because yes, I was in the sixth grade when all that new metal was hitting, and I Janko jeans. I man. was. Of course, into that shit because it was just like uh, you're an impressionable young man. Exactly, it's uh. very different. I have no idea why I'm listening to this, but just like you and wanted to see your pornographic comic, I want to listen to pornographic music. Just <laughs> talking, does, it does rape your ears. Yeah, it rapes the ears. <laughs> it, they're yelling about Nookie, which I didn't understand was supposed to be sexual. Uh, what did you think it was? I have no idea. <laughs> Not a clue. I used to think people made out and got I pregnant see that you way. Singing that in your bedroom, and your mom's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Well, shit. I watched. Uh, I went on a snail. N- Excuse me. Snail sitting chip. in a, a person, a neighbor's bedroom, playing their their CD. <laughs> and saying, By the way, there's a lot of rifling going on in this. This is this is yes. Chris' life yes. in this movie. <laughs> there was a lot of rifling. <laughs> I was a little worried about Dan. I was like, "That's too personal." What you're doing here, Dan? But um. So uh, I went on a nostalgia trip last night. I listened to, or I was watching Dumb and Dumber, and there was so much slut happening and Jim Carrey hitting on women. And I, didn't, I was like watching that movie at nine. I was like n- way over my head. Loved the movie still. There was a lot of sex we talked. Stuff to, in we there? talked. To, huh? All I remember is Jeff Daniels' explosive diarrhea. Yeah, that's all I remember. The toilet didn't work. Great scene. <laughs> that was great. Which is the most traumatizing experience yeah, if you would. go into a stranger's house yeah. and that happens, and it's like, sorry. <laughs> the worst would be if you clogged up the toilet and like water started like flowing out. Oh my god, that would be horrible. Oh god. Oh, I'm I'm worried. Because I used to work in houses, and that that fear always crept up on me. So anyways, this movie, PTSD, New Metal, and then it just so happens to coincide with the, it's not even an anniversary of it, the anniversary, like 19th, 20th anniversary or whatever of Woodstock 99. And I watched that documentary, and I was... Our buddy Pete was there. Pete went to that? He was there, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not In his cargo shorts and backwards hat. It was the <laughs> frattiest fucking... Yeah, it was... Ridiculous. It there was, was music to rape people to. That's what new metal is at the end of the day. That And it's so obnoxious because... And then on top of it, add obscene capitalism by charging yes. people $5 for a bottle of water when yes. it's like 100 degrees out. Yes! I was learning all this because... Yeah, I remember I was, when it happened. Yeah, they were setting shit on fire. I imagine, yeah, yeah. I imagine you saw all the shit and processed yeah. it like an adult. <laughs> I was a child. I was still just like, I got the life. Kid Rock is great. Vern <laughs> Troyer introduced somebody. You know, I didn't see any of this live, hear about it. Did you replace Joe C with Vern Troyer? Uh, no, he introduced Limp Bizkit. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, Kid Rock replaced Joe C, the heart and soul of the Kid Rock band. I think Joe C was already dead at this point. I didn't see him on stage. At least in this footage. R.I.P. Joe, Joe So this is the most obnoxious fucking documentary because you, they interview the the guys who run it and organize it all. And, of course, they're just like, it's all Fred Durst's fault. And I'm like. Well, he told them to break shit. He did tell people to break shit. And he was like, that's pretty fucking cool what you guys are doing over there. <laughs> 
but the guy was just like, we had everything planned out perfectly, and it was like, by the end of the first day, like five hours after, so not even the end, five hours into the first day, toilets were overflowing, mm-hmm. and then people started diving in it because they thought it was mud, and it was like, no, that's Dookie. Green Day wasn't there, however. That would have been yeah. really they ironic. Were there at the, the one in 94. 94. It's the which, one that made them superstars. Yes. And uh, so you got people flopping around and shit, and then they have all this <laughs> have footage this because it coincides. It's basically like a juggalo gathering, is basically what it is. ICP was there. But nobody's having fun. Yeah, except nobody was having <laughs> except the guys who were like into groping yeah. and sexual assault. There was an 11 year old girl who got sexually assaulted there. Why was an 11 year old girl there i that's a good question was her name jade we'll get into that later <laughs> it was jade oh that explains the wax man yeah. um yeah they ripped off her clothes and everything and holy the shit. guy was telling the I, story they didn't, even, they didn't even mention this back then this is new information yeah i'll send you the documentary if you want to watch it horrible it's horrible it really is and so she they like the guy's asking like what what is this girl doing why is she wearing your shirt and then he he's like the gear started slowly turning my head she was stripped of her clothes. And again, we're, this is coinciding with the, uh, the uh, Girls Gone Wild yeah, era when that commercial was on. At yes. 10 p.m. would hit, Girls Gone Wild <laughs> yes. commercials constantly. All the time, yeah. Oh, my God. So I, I'd be like trying to sneak up and watch South Park at night, and the commercials come out of nudity. And so, yeah. of course, my, I couldn't get away with anything thanks to that commercial. Yeah, I remember that. It was... Well, and so, that and Backyard Wrestling. Remember oh, the Backyard yes. Wrestling commercials? Yup. Yeah. So they had they were selling pay-per-view uh, subscriptions to watch all the concert going and everything. Yeah. And they had cameras just roaming around, and they get all this footage that you'll probably see for the first time of girls just, like, saying hi or whatever, but then they're like, take your top off. They, they're they like, yeah, they're clearly trying to parallel Girls Gone Wild, and they're just, like, 90% of the footage they showed on pay-per-view was topless girls. So you're saying life imitated art. If you want to call one of them <laughs> art, yeah, I guess. So I'm watching this movie, and all I'm thinking about is fucking Dan, and <laughs> all, you know, his just bullshit, and everything. What was Dan's me, problem? Dan, he just, he just had the baggy uh, dad jeans. You could tell he was leather. one of the persons who was there and was a little bit calmer about it. There were so many people who got interviewed in this, that was I was like, that's Dan. It. He had a camera, and he was filming it. All right, Murray. Let's get you know, into this. Long, long intro, this gonna, sorry. This gonna, we're going to make sure no one listens to this episode. It's going to be two fucking hours. So we're just going to cut right to the trailer. I, I'm pretty sure there is one. If there should not, be, yeah. To check it out, this is Satan's Own Superhero, based on the popular comic of the day, Faust, Love of the Day. on the graphic novel and cult comic. I always knew deep inside that evil existed. It's a long way down. You won't even feel it. Life, death, pleasure, pain, it's all the same. I can offer you a new life, life everlasting. I can give you the power of vengeance. All I ask in return is your immortal soul. Just sign here. Now go forth and mutilate. could avenge the ones you lost. Protect the ones you love. 
you pay. What bargain would you strike? How far would you go? The director of Return of the Living Dead 3 and Beyond Reanimator. Faust, Love of the Damned. I make such a mess when I play. All right, I'd like to say we open up with a cold opening, but this this opening's hot as shit. I, I believe there's lights blinking everywhere, strobe lights going off. I just remember a guy coming to our hero, John Jaspers, a.k.a. Yeah. Faust. We'll call him Faust for the sake even though it might not be his name. We'll call him Faust for the sake of it. Okay. Or John. I don't give a fuck. So he wakes up, and his house is trash. He's an artist. Of course, he lives in a studio apartment that he could never afford by being an artist, starving yeah. an artist. You keep bringing up, he's got a problem with Stan Lee and Wolverine, you know, copyright infringement. This is Crow. Yes, very much Crow, yeah. I think they came out around the same time. I don't. I don't think the comic ripped off Crow, but this, okay. I think definitely there was some Crow influence. Oh, there was. They were even in an attic as well, which yeah. is the Crow's thing. He was Lost. always in the attics. Yeah. yeah. And he sees his girlfriend crucified upside down. I think. Yeah, she's got her elk ankles restrained, and she's hanging there. Blood's just you know dripping off her. And he's like, no, because the guy's an awful actor, dude. Yeah, Murray is not. <laughs> I'll chip in once in a while, you know. But of course, everyone will shit on me for my impersonations. <laughs> yeah. But in this case, yeah. it will be accurate because this guy could not act for shit. No, very intense, intensely bad. And then we just get the credits. Faust, Faust. You get that I, again? I thought it was new metal. Yeah. Well, not only that. We'll talk about the new metal, or I guess yeah. It's proto new metal. There are guys trying to. It's even worse. Guys trying to do new metal. It's even worse. <laughs> than think about it. It's like Chris Jericho trying to wrestle yes. with all these it's like, uh, uh, guys. Yeah. These guys were like in their thirties when they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go this." Yeah. yeah. And on top of that, the fucking like score was horrible. It was total Casio keyboard. Yes. Oh my god. And it's. I thought it was a Full Moon production. If anyone, I know a lot of people listening are f- familiar with Full Moon productions. They did. And if actually the guy who plays M was is in a lot of fucking full moon. Oh, interesting. Okay, and it's got that chintzy fucking synth. Like they're trying to make it sound like an orchestral thing, but obviously they can't afford that. It's like they saw they like rewatched the scene and they're like, "There's something missing. We need something, to, you know, fill in a, a space here." And they they were just like, "Shit, we don't have any money left. <laughs> yeah. Get old Jerry there to play some Casio keys." <laughs> and, and, it's just, and it's just the pre-recorded shit you get when you buy it. Yes, so, yeah, the even. samplers, yeah. Yeah, so then he's now he's in a fucking padded room. He's yeah, in a we, straight jacket. He's a, he's catatonic. He's just staring off in space. We see our man uh, Dan Margolis, our uh, cop. You hate played by Jeffrey Combs, another great uh, genre actor. I hate him. And you guys see him another. He, he's fucking. He was the star of the Animator, which is a great movie. Well, no, then you're, then you you, can, you made me realize like Dan, good actor. I think the guy the guy who's acting did a good job, but Dan yeah. is. Uh, a Woodstock 99 guy. I can't get it out of my head. Well, I he, just did have the, he did have the outfit, the kind of 
pillowy kind of leather jacket and the big the flowy edge. jeans yeah, and everything. Very nineties jeans. I, I, I think had, I had some of those. I did not have to stretch my imagination to imagine him fucking hat turned backwards, cargo <laughs> shorts past the hoop kneecaps. Earring. I didn't see a lot of hoop earrings there. And I, I could just see him groping. Because he was a monster. Well, he's, he's visually groping our man John because he's staring through with doc, Dr. Asian, as you call him. Because we never caught his name. He's an Asian never. doctor. Yeah. And they're both peeping in on him. He's just staring off into space. And then we cut to the SWAT responding to some situation. Apparently, it was a Chinese embassy. Yes, the Chinese embassy. There was a massacre. Because and our, not only did they respond, Dan Margolis, who you hate, our, our cop, yeah. shows up. Of course, so everybody... This movie, it's doing a lot of flashbacks and everything. Yes. So this is a flashback to Dan capturing John. Right. The whole first half of the movie is flashbacks that we don't know they're flashbacks until we're like, okay, all right, I, I think I know. So it ain't it ain't our fault. No, I'm saying sometimes we can be confusing. This is the movie's fault. Yeah, they're trying their hardest to make this hard so for the, the Chinese year. embassy. They're like, there's a standoff, hostage situation, and of course Dan's like, I'm in, motherfucker. Whoop whoop. <laughs> and we see like blood That's pouring right. underneath the fucking door. That's how the slaughter's happening. And he's yeah. like, I'm, I got to check this out. And uh, you know, all the police are barricading and everything. They're like, you can't go in there. We're the waiting for the backup. The commissioner says, you better stay the fuck out. And he's pulling rank. He's just like, fuck that. I'm a lieutenant here. I'm a hero cop. I'm going in. And he just walks in the front door. Right. So this is an active gunman situation. Yeah. They don't know hostage what's happening. Situation. But it's a hostage situation for certain. He just goes in there. He's got his pillowy jeans. And there's big a lot of old politics involved. It's a political situation as well. It is a political situation. And he's just like, fuck that. I want in. So, he, I mean, Cobras could be in here for all we know. He could be taking control of the mines. All I know is there's bodies everywhere. Body parts everywhere. Strewn everywhere. There's Arab sheiks for some reason in there with the Chinese people. I guess they're doing some oil deals. Yeah. Sketchy shit. Dan looks down and realizes that, I mean, this is like three inches of blood on the floor. It's coating his perfect Timberlands. Right. And you know, you know how hard it is to get blood out of fucking Timberlands? It's pretty much impossible. It is. Yeah, throw them away. Throw yeah. them away. Just throw them away. And see, he's doing the cop thing where he's got the gun out. Slowly checking every room. He turns into the dining room where it's just dead people passed out. Severed hands, severed heads. Oh. And he notices a woman in a burqa, like off in the distance. And he's like, huh. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, fucking Jasper, Jasper's attacks him. He's, he's wearing, like, a tuxedo. He doesn't have, like, the jacket on. But he's got the shirt. Yeah. And he's got his claws, his Wolverine claws on, which are just, like, gauntlets that have, like, claws. They don't come out of his hands like Wolverine, the character. Yep. And he's about to attack fucking Dan. Oh, yeah. He, like, didn't he slash him a little bit across the cheek? Maybe, yeah. Because d- the rest of the movie, Dan has a, like, a red, very bold red line as if it's fresh blood throughout okay. the whole movie. And you can clearly see these, they're like made out of rubber. They're like shaking. They're shaking the whole time when they're shaking. I was like, oh. <laughs> like this, okay, yeah, prop department, yeah, hard time. But, uh, yeah, like you said, John has Dan pinned down. Faust has Dan pinned down. He's rearing back with those claws. And then uh, Faust looks into the hallway where that woman in the full, like, garb yeah, the burka. is, like, staring at him. And John just, like, recoils, and he puts his claws away, and then he just, like, goes comatose. He's, like, in a fetal position. 
And then the Commissioner Marino shows up. Well, you know him and Dan, get, they got beef between each other. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's trying to do his hero cop bullshit. Right. The captain has come. I, I called him the captain for, throughout my notes because I was like, this guy's putting off mad captain right. energy. Well, he like, was a captain, but since he plays by the rules. He's commissioner. He's commissioner now. Oh, okay. That's what okay. I'm saying. That's what you're you're saying. right. You're not wrong. You know he was the captain at one time. Yeah, and I that's why say, they had. That's the beginning of their heat between each other. Oh, that makes sense. So, so I was waiting for the ba- gun and badge line because we learned that the commissioner was at his special party, which of course we'll we'll play into later on. Because he's got a tuxedo on, he's got the fucking scarf and shit. Mm. And oh, he's like, he's "I told you, you're a loose cannon, Margolis." And he's like, "I get shit done," and they're like, "Get out of here!" All throws right. him out. We go back to present day. We're back into that psych ward, the hospital. And Which this, he wouldn't uh, be. He'd be in jail. Like, you know how hard it is to, like... Just like, like, like a, Jeffrey Dahmer went to jail. He ate people. For yeah, something. right. But, but people act like it's so easy to get, like, an insanity plea. Yeah. Well, you just say, I'm insane, on the way to the police station, and <laughs> yeah. then turn left and head over yeah. to the psych ward. So we're going to give you music therapy instead. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's, he's in there. Dan's walking down the hallways where he bumps into, uh, you know, a fine-looking doctor dressed up real nice, uh, and she's got a fucking disc man or the <laughs> little boom box. boom box and a little uh, thing of CDs. Yeah, a little case of CDs, and they bump into each other, knocks them all over the place, and this is where Murray's pulling a, <laughs> sand is pulling a griff because the CDs are everywhere, and he just starts going through. He's looking at them all. He's what? He's looking for live. He's looking for a fucking rage against the machine. He's like, just some, great something so he could tell her, I went to Woodstock 99. <laughs> yeah. And he's looking for an opening line because he's like, huh, you like the biscuit, huh? You know, that's, that's a great op- – back in 99, that you get in a girl's pants with that. Oh, yeah, and you, you can tell a little – we read eyes, so we're reading this actress's eyes, and we can tell that she's into the biz. Right. Not, not not Biz Marquee, Biz Kit. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. By the way. Uh, oh, that's right. We lost him. Yeah, we lost Biz. And so, uh, yeah, she's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm Doctor Jade DeCamp. I use music therapy to get through to these guys." He's like, "You can't get through to these fucking guys. They're nuts." Again, showing his Woodstock '99 inner being. He's just like, "Nope, he's nuts." I saw this man murder everybody. Not gonna work. Not gonna happen. But he's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what you can do. I'm going to follow you. And see, let's see you with your magic. Yeah, and you know, you got a good tush to you. You know, I wish you were at Woodstock 99 because I might have groped you a bit. And he slips his fucking card we in. You got to point out she was wearing hip hugger jeans with the thong showing. I mean, and that's uh, an invitation. Yeah, but she did also have a doctor's like lab coat on. Yeah, so we know she's a doctor. We know she's a doctor, but she still she likes, ring. She does like to have fun. Yeah, and that. He st- Dan can't cut that vibe. He knows, according to him, that means I get to grab your boobs now. Right. Yeah. Ninety nine. That was that was stuff like legal, basically. <laughs> so Dan is just. You watching- had to at least show your boobs. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. So Dan, like you said, he, he follows them to the room and he's just watching. He wants to see how music really can cut through to somebody. Soothes the savage beast, as yeah. they say. According to uh, Camp and Offspring, did said that too. Oh, yeah. Offspring. I don't who think worked. they quote. I think it's like a Shakespeare thing. Yeah, probably. But, but uh, yeah, so they go in there, and she's playing a little like classical music. Yeah, she's got the Beethoven on, and uh, Dan's just rolling his eyes. Marino rolls in. Hey, fuckface, you're off this case. Yeah, and he's like, Captain, I figured out, or Commissioner, I found out something. There's something going on with Han, the 
hand. But which this is a reference to fucking Daredevil comics, the hand, the ninja group. That, yes, that's right. That's why I was like, I was like, what? They're why just, they they're just the <laughs> throwing it right in your face. And he's like, there is no hand. You're off the case. Go home. Give me your gun and bat just for the hell of it. Just for the hell of it. And then we cl- we we we're closing out of this scene, but we go. We, you know, the camera just zooms in to John, and he's opening up the palm of his hand where he's got the uh, pentagram. The pentagram just etched out, carved in there. Yeah, yeah man. Oof, looking. And then rough. they just fade in. We now we see that mysterious Arab. We're assuming she's Arab. She's wearing a burqa. She's not an Arab. She's a freak. Freak on a leash, Griff. This is Claire. This is the main henchwoman to our villain M, which stands for. Spoiler alert, Mephistopheles. This is the devil. Whew. Played by Andrew Divoff, who I thought he was pretty good. He's got the fucking craggiest face. Ever. Dude. Like Edward James Olmos. Looking creep as fuck. Got 100%. F- you know who else I saw and you're going to say, no, <laughs> that's stupid. Of course I forgot his name. He's the guy who played coach. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I saw he had the hair. I'll give he you had that. the hair. Okay, he thank had that you. Bald, that thinning, like yeah, hair. But it was white. It was yeah, really white. It's and white. he had long fingernails. So we know he's a devil. He's long fingernails. Oh, long fingernails. And he's watching like a screen of TVs, and he's like, "How did the the, the council massacre go?" I heard that's what inspired the second Matrix movie. They saw uh, M with his wall of TVs. It wasn't like, Ozymandias from Watchmen who had the whole. He had that too. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, all that's... evil geniuses had their wall of TVs. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to see Normad's wall of TVs, but supposedly, we didn't according to the director, the guy who directed this also was the guy who uh, he. I don't think he directed. He produced the Reanimator movies. Yeah, I saw per, the producer of Reanimated. Yeah. I didn't see director. And so he. Uh, he said he wanted he didn't have time to do it, but he wanted with the TVs to show like there's chaos, like society's falling apart. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot of like riots and shit happening. Oh yeah, no, I recognize all the footage from Woodstock '99. He was watching <laughs> yes, it. It's all Woodstock '99. <laughs> well, yeah, it happened the year before. It happened during filming. Of this. Exactly. So uh, I, I don't even remember what she said because she did it in her best Kenny Omega breathy promo voice. <laughs> oh, hey, I just wanted to tell you, <laughs> next week I'm the champion of gold. I don't. I think she just told him that that John got arrested. Or yeah, shit. yeah, that sounds right. He did a good job because yeah, he, he, he went into a catatonic state. He freaked out. Yeah, yeah. because I, I believe in the movie, also in the comics, basically M uses Jasper's as a, like assassin for him. Mm-hmm. So, so this is what this is why he was. I don't know why he was killing these people. M obviously had some beef with the Chinese. Maybe he was upset about COVID. I don't know, but that was why. Yeah. And now we're cutting over to Dan. Still present day. We're not going back in the past yet. Got his fucking dial-up fucking internet. Dude. uh, When he's at home and he's relaxing, he takes off the puffy leather jacket, (laughs) puts on his puka shell necklace, turns his hat backwards. Puts on a little sublime in the background. He's got got recordings of TRL he watches. (laughs) I noticed that in the background. Yeah, VHS. Yep, VHS copy or tapes of the recorded TRL. He's not into that uh, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, so he just chops off the last right. five minutes. So. so he's like, oh, time to hit the old dark web. So he gets on the dark web. He types in the hand. Yeah. And immediately what he's looking for, the hand. It's very convenient. Not hand surgeons, not just about <laughs> the hand. <laughs> yes, think about how popular the hand as a <laughs> as an underground organization is that he searches hand in the first result. Well, he is on the dark web. we got to give him that. You know. That's a good point. Even though I think... Probably something pornographic would probably be on the dark web for the hand first. Yeah, exactly. Hand jobs, sand under the bridge, you know, that kind of shit. 
and he's just seeing like all this shit. He's just like, oh my god, they're they want to bring back this thing called the homunculus, and there's all these ceremonies. And he's like, I'm on to something. All right, and we're going back to the hospital. We know John's figuring out some shit with the hand. He's got a good clue. And also, wasn't there an image of, like, a hand with the scarred-out pentagram? Probably. I'm pretty sure that was, like, the logo. So he's like, that's a pretty good one-to-one connection, right? But we go back to the hospital. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, what? Was the Black Hand Gang from Cage 2, are they associated with them? They gotta be. They have to be doing some kind of work with them. Maybe they're like the West Coast. We're on the. We're supposed to be on the East Coast here, so they're yeah. the West Coast affiliation. It's supposed to be in New York, but it's obviously a foreign land. It's Spain. They filmed it in Spain. Spain. Okay. The architecture is very weird. In this very, country. very not American. Very not American. Yes. Yeah. It's too condensed. It's not wide. You in America, you can't build something unless it's wide enough for four cars and a semi to drive. There's no jacuzzis right. anywhere in the bathrooms. No, never. It's just a tub. Just a tub. So, so Jade's like, she's getting kicked out. It's like, all right, you know, your time's up. This guy's a freak. And, and uh, yeah, Dr. Doctor Asian's the one coming in, telling her he has to leave. But it's interesting how this scene gets uh, started up because Dr. Asian's getting a phone call from a certain person. Right. M, yeah, we, we, see, we know it's M because he picks up the phone. Mm-hmm. Right we recognize those, those hand nails. His phone was very interesting, by the way. It was just too... He needs sleeveless gloves to see those fingernails. <laughs> That's right. It was just two uh, two rows of black... or uh, It was a black phone with two rows of silver buttons. <laughs> there wasn't enough for like a normal that's phone. A, that's, an e- that's an evil like bat phone. Exactly. It was uh. very interesting. A lot of great details <laughs> in this movie. Not a good movie. A lot of great details, though. But yeah, he tells him... Hey, go get that fucking, you know, Jade lady, the psychologist. Get her out of there and inject John with some shit. Right. Because I guess they got to bust him out for another. Yeah, apparently uh, Dr. Asian's straight like Dr. Girlfriend. Dr. Asian is straight up injecting people. He's all about medication. He loves to inject people with shit. Mm hmm. So, yeah, so he, like, gets her out, and then she sneaks back in. Yeah, a moment later, she goes out. I got to get through to the crazy. Yeah, she knows that John is an artist. So she leaves. She gets herself a cup of coffee, and then she comes back in. She sneaks back in. She waits. She looks both ways, and she sneaks back in, and she hands him a Sharpie immediately. And That's the shittiest fucking fifth-grade art. You know what it was? What? It was the stages at Woodstock 99, <laughs> the light tower on fire, the fucking shit Are you shit saying pool? something happened? Never mind his girlfriend being murdered. Something happened to John. He got raped at Woodstock 99. I that's think, why he's catatonic. I think him and Dan had a, a, a common ground, too. <laughs> I think they met each other at Woodstock. That's it. He recognized Dan, and he got put in a kid because Dan raped him. Yes. John was one of the people who said, stop groping, you know, treat people. It's supposed to be about the art. Right. And Dan was like... <laughs> He used some F slurs on him, <laughs> said, fuck your hippie shit, and then fucking DDT'd him into a pile of shit. Oh, so I, this movie. So he didn't care about his girlfriend. That should make sense for later on. Yes, it makes perfect sense because as we learned, <laughs> he has no connection to this woman who died no. whatsoever. Aside from the fact that he painted her and fucked her. <laughs> That's and it. had some pretentious talk with her about life and art and shit. I went to Woodstock 99. What? <laughs> <laughs> And I told them it's not about the art. So he's doing the most, he's supposedly a professional artist, the most childish looking art I've ever, Stickman. Awful. Uh, and Jade, she's just like, oh my God, it's so perfect. And she's looking for the next CD to put on. And like, I think it was after he she left the first time, or right. maybe it's in a minute here. He tells her, I wish you would have gave me Chica- or, uh, Wagner. 
Yeah, that's later on. Okay. But yeah. no, he noticed it's a CD. It just has a mustache drawn on it. And we're like, what is that? I mean, we've got this he, shit on vinyl. Right. We got, we're playing it up for the audience. We know what that mustache means. Right. And he knows what it means because he's like, that. And she's like, you want me to play this? He doesn't say that. His eyes just <laughs> bulge out. And he is a little bit, a little bit cross-eyed. So it's very uncomfortable scene here. He's getting closer and closer to Jade, and Jade's reading his eyes, trying to, the hardest she can. And she's like, oh, do you want me to put that on? She's like, I love this one. You're going to fucking love this shit. You're, oh, my God. I can't wait. And she puts it in. She hits a play. Recognize this one? Jaspers. God, I remember everything. You think I'm a, I'm a madman, a schizophrenic, whatever. But I have seen the beast, and it is me. And then what happens, and Murray? As to be expected, John goes into a fucking rage, grabs the boombox, and smashes it. Then he starts punching everything. I thought at one point he punched Jade, and then he fucking he goes into his animal instincts. Again, it's probably a trade he got back at Woodstock 99 because he squats down, shits in his hand, smears it on the wall right next to his nice caveman Sharpie drawings. But then he comes back to himself. He's John again. Out of the catatonic state. He just needed to go through his fit. That's it. And now we, yeah, he's So we go John. back, we see this is where he's, where the loft department from the beginning of the movie, it's not, yeah. you know. He, he's crying and he's like, I remember it all. He's suddenly <laughs> Fraser Crane. I remember it all. It happened like it was yesterday. Because he's an English actor trying to do a bad, he's oh, doing a bad American okay. accent. So okay, okay. He's like, yeah, he's, he's, and they remember we see his girl, uh, I don't remember what the fuck her name was, Blue, I think it was. It was Blue. And uh, he's still working on, he's, uh, he's painting a blue picture of her. And he's just talking about art, and they're just like talking about wine and cheese and all this frou frou shit. Yeah, and they're they're just they're on what do they call it? Moon nine, planet nine. They're Cloud over the moon. Nine. Cloud nine. They're over the moon. They're ha- hanging hams over eggies, whatever they call it. moons over eggies. They're moon over Miami. I think it's called. <laughs> Is that the breakfast dish? Yeah, I think yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Estimated Denny's. What was the last time you've been to Denny's? 35, 35 years ago at least. I've, I don't know if I've ever been to a Denny's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's generic. <laughs> and she's like, you know, his his lady at the time, Blue, she's like, you know, I was down at the bar the other night. I heard this great fucking track. Let's put it on. Let's really toast to the evening with this song. And what do we hear? We hear Shimmy Slide. Shimmy Slide. And, and just as they're about to just... Fuck, because what else do you do when you're listening to the Shimmy Slide? That music gets you hyped into track two, which is, of course, the fuck music. This <laughs> right. one gets you all. It's the foreplay to the intercourse that's about to happen. And we hear happen. a knock at the door. And then the door just bursts open. And this gang busts in. One guy looked like a John C. Riley character. He yeah. had frizzy hair. Tiny man, frizzed out <laughs> hair. Great villain. I loved his look. And they're wearing, weren't they wearing suits? Yes, they're wearing suits. Except for the one girl who looked like she was 55, 60 maybe. A good 60. Do you remember? Do you not know who I'm talking about? This yeah, woman? I, don't, I don't remember looking that bad. I remember her looking old as shit. 
and she had like the red hair to, and it was real short and she spiked up the sides it was like she was going to be in a prodigy video later that day or something but then she had the mesh bra bra on. Yeah. well i think she looked like she was wearing like biker leathers or something wasn't that it i can't remember i all i remember is the mesh bra and then she had like the jinko jeans but they were hanging off her waist so her you know her thong could be hanging over it and there's like a bit, there's a black dude, a big bald guy, and then a fat sloppy dude, and he's the boss. Oh yeah. And apparently, I don't know, like Blue got smuggled into the country, the sex slave. I don't. He wanted something from her. She owed him something, money. I don't know what. There's very little dialogue, motivation, uh, consequences. I remember. I, Meanwhile, Shimmy Slide is just blasted in the oh, background. So oh it's, yeah. It's causing like it's. This well, great mood it's Think about it. this guy. This scene is clearly inspired by um, Clockwork Orange singing in the rain. Yeah. Like the trauma of hearing, and that's what they're playing right. on. Yeah. Very artistic. Yeah. And they start. They he the guy pulls out a switchblade, flicks out her nose ring with mm-hmm. it, and like an homage to Chinatown. And then they get a torch out, and they're like, "We're gonna." Fucking gr- char grill this bitch. Oh yeah, we're taking her back to Woodstock '99. We're gonna light this bitch on fire afterward. And then they just cut away because it's just too graphic. And, they, and like, if this happened actually happened in the comic, which it didn't, it would have been you would have saw everything. But no, we cut away. It's an R-rated movie. All we need to know is that one person who saw it, John, was completely traumatized by it. Yeah, and so he wakes up, which we saw that scene earlier. We could have used it here, but no, we used that scene earlier, <laughs> and so now he's just on a beautiful bridge. By the way, yeah, I really like this very, bridge. I thought it literally was like a painting. Like, no, it's a real bridge in Barcelona where this was filmed. That's how they pronounce it, Griff. And so it's yeah, it's very weird art deck. I don't know art deck. It's like like weird. I don't. Yeah, it's like a it's like a modern contemporary yeah, bridge very, design. Yeah, it's very, very modern. Yeah, very modern. It's very cool. I liked it. And he's at the edge of it, and he's ready to. He throws her like a bracelet or something, a, a blues in the water. <sighs> He's sniffling. What am I going to do? And then just as he's about to jump, a limo pulls up. And Claire gets out. And them gets out. And they're all, you know, she's in like this dominatrix shit. She's all she's ever wearing is dominatrix shit. He's got the suit on. Mm -hmm. Wait, before you jump, I have a proposition to offer you. I just want to tear their heart out! I can do that for you. But you must give me your soul. And then there's this weird shitty special effect where it creates a fucking contract yeah the contract he points up to the the peak of the bridge and then this swirl this energy <laughs> swirl comes yeah. down and then god it's like simple. Uh, all you need to do is sign here oh i don't god. have a sharpie <laughs> you don't need one he grabs his hand and uses that long ass fingernail cuts john's thumb blood spraying every spells jaspers onto it it's like the deal is set. You will have vengeance. Because this is what he wants. He stole his soul for vengeance. Yeah. And he and M goes on to tell him, one day you'll have or one day you'll have something to live for. I have nothing to live for. <laughs> nothing. Which I you heard what I, I did you there. Were go into the you like heard that. what I did there. Yes. You did. I was getting that That's woman's- the one great impression Griff can do is a girl from Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little bit of Griff. No one can follow me. No one. <laughs> I don't remember if that's a lie, but it's close enough. <laughs> but that's that's the vibe I was getting from John here because he's just like, I have nothing to win for. Nothing. <laughs> and he's like, someday you will. It's a long way down. 
You won't even feel it. Moment of terror suspended in eternity, and it's all over. I don't care. People commit suicide because they do care. Suicide? Life, death, happy, sad, pleasure, pain. It's all the same. Don't you believe there's a reason for everything that happens? No heaven, no hell, good or evil. God is a joke inside a nightmare. I believe in nothing. Then why despair? Why not do whatever the hell you feel like doing? You can have the power to express what you feel inside. I feel nothing inside. Oh, you feel something. No question about it, you feel something. I feel... Hate. Hate's nice. For the one who put you here. I want to tear his fucking heart out. I can give you the power of vengeance. Forever. All I ask in return is... Your immortal soul. That isn't too much to ask, is it, of someone who believes in nothing? Just one thing. There will come the time when you do believe in something. I believe in nothing. Yes, but there will come the day when you believe in something. And you will regret this deal you have made tonight. And on that day, that thing too shall be mine. You are the universe. Alpha and Omega, the beast with 10,000 young. Do as thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Now go forth and mutilate. <laughs> <laughs> so ja ja John Jasper is like, revenge! John Jet, John Jet, who are you going for here? John? Faust, I'm going to call him. He's like, I got to get revenge. She goes to the, the warehouse because all you know goons hang on the warehouses. Oh yeah, I saw this warehouse. It was on the it was on the riverfront and everything. So it's a dock slash warehouse. It's the worst place. Vadino's not sleeping in here. Everybody, <laughs> they kicked him out. Someone is sleeping, but not Vadino. So he comes in. I think he throws out a one liner. He's just he's just John Jasper's with the claws now. He's not Faust yet. Oh no, he has not taken out his claws. He is just he looks in the mirror. In. He looks in the mirror. And he sees like a demon face on his face. Oh, so this is before he gets to the warehouse? Cause he is, no, he's in the warehouse. Like, okay. He like walks in, like nobody notices him for some reason. No, he got noticed right away. It's just he didn't do anything. He just let himself get beat the fuck up. No, he's just, he, I know for a fact, he looks into a mirror. Oh, okay. There, and he sees like a demon face. It's like half Faust. Oh, okay. Just, he sees it just like yes. over his face. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got like, little, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Baby horns. Okay. And maybe he was, like, threatening them or something, and he looked in there, and they, so we're going to be like, oh, shit. Shit's going to go off now. Okay. Like he sees it. And then the shimmy slide just starts fucking chugging. -da 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 -da. And he just starts, like, he fucking stabs the black dude. Yeah, he lets the black dude beat the shit out of him first. Yeah. Then the black guy holds him while the woman comes over, yeah. and they... They focused on these punches for too long. They were in slow motion. They were the weakest look. How did... I mean, I don't know punches at all. Were they weak as shit punches? Like, I think they, they were. They were uh, Kenny Omega level punches. Oh, boy. So they were forearms. They weren't yeah, But it was punches. from a woman, by the way. So, it makes, you know, I'm not going to give her too much shit. And, and you, as you can tell, they're an elderly woman. So. Yeah. So... He's finally scooped himself back up after he's had a laugh, and he says... He steals another line here. You're already dead. I've been watching it. I downloaded the whole series. I've been watching it. Can't help it. What are you talking about? Fist of the North Star. Oh, okay. You're already dead. 
I can't say it in Japanese. Well, he and well, it's good you say that because he basically does the fist and the star move on the chick, but with claws. He's just like slash, 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 blood oh, yeah. spraying everywhere. <laughs> it's my attempt of Kenshiro. And then he then he walks. Apparently, the fucking fat guy is like he goes into a coma when he sleeps. He's sleeping through this. I mean, I'm worried about him. He's a large man. He definitely he's sleep, sleep He's sleeping on his back. That could yeah. be dangerous. Putting a lot of pressure on his organs. Him sleeping might be him going like comatose, like near death. I'm sure he does every night. He dies because yeah. he has sleep apnea. You know he does. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess a Faust, in a way, is helping him by killing him. I'd say so. Because he stabs him. He di- probably does another one-liner. I don't want to even remember it. Oh, yeah. Well, he wakes the guy up because he's holding the the heads on his blade and his yeah. dripping blood on he's him. he's got the two heads on his blades. Uh, fat guy is now wearing the uh, blues nose piercing. He's wearing it, which I thought was a nice touch. I did, yeah, I didn't notice that. That was a nice touch. So he, does does uh, John cut like flick it off with his claw? He, he should have, but they, they they took the time and attention to put that detail in there, but they <laughs> did not allow him to flick it off. Uh, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't. But get yeah, he it. kills the fat guy, and then we're back. Once again, we're back to the fucking uh, padded room. Yep. And we, it's just like you just don't understand me, you rich girl bitch. You don't know the pain. I, I was at one side ninety nine. I I I see him calling out the fucking frat culture at Woodstock ninety nine. Yeah. See he she's he's the, calling what, her just, out. what we just saw had nothing to do with his trauma. He enjoyed that. Oh yeah, he liked he's that. He's still part. flashing back to Woodstock ninety nine, which is <laughs> which is why this movie's so confusing. Yes, because we're like, what's he talking about? Is this trauma about blue? I thought it was supposed to be about blue. No, it's about. And Woodstock. then he really this he just said this to hurt her. He's like your fucking John D heart music. Play me some Wagner. There's yeah. more blood in it. Oh, and he's... That's the classic pretentious David Quinn line right there. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we go back to M's lair. He's getting injected with Red Bull transfusions from Dr. Asian. <laughs> like, I, they never tell us why. This is my this is my assumption. They, you never know why. Yeah. My assumption is he's a demon, all right? And he's inhabiting a human body. So his demon body is, like, destroying the human body. That's okay. why. So I think that's my rationale. I could see that. I could see that. We're in a memory, by the way. We have gone back oh my in God, time. We're right. We're, in, we're a memory within a memory. You're yeah. right. Well, they come back to, he tells her about the uh, Wagner, and then he fades back into a memory. <laughs> Another flashback. Which I don't know if he's telling her about it, because he, he prefaced it by saying, you don't know about the devil I know about. I don't know why he's seeing this, because he hasn't arrived at the fucking place yet. Which Emma's by himself at this time, so how is he even seeing the transfusion happen? I, devil magic. Who knows? <laughs> All I know is he shows up. he done the deed. Apparently, uh, Emma manipulated him to kill these people. I mean, he just wanted him to kill somebody. I don't know. It's... Well... That he was killing the people he wanted to kill, so he's got to give him the first touch. You got to give him the first taste for free, you know, to get him hooked. And then he's like, "Look, I'm done. I'm not killing any more people." Oh, we've just begun, right? Because his whole deal was supposed to be, "I get my vengeance," right? So he, he got, got his, it. He got his revenge, and he's like, "Okay, well, I'm done now. So turn me back into a human. I want, yeah, I want that. my beautiful artist hands. I want to go back to my studio. It's just a one dead corpse. Right. I can push it out the window and be, you know." Keep painting. I don't think so, Jaspers. You work for me now. I don't work for you. And he goes to like slash him. Like, <laughs> you can't touch me. It's part of the deal. Didn't you read the fine prints? No one ever reads the fine print. By the way, John's holding a human heart in his hand. Well, this is all going on. <laughs> That's right. I forget about that. And he's like, have a little heart. 
and he starts like that's that's M's dad joke, and then he just starts eating the heart. Because I guess it's a cool image. I don't know. That That's what he had to do. And so he's covered in blood. you got to take a shower after that. You have to take a real good shower. He's keeled over. He's vomiting all over the place. He's shitting himself. I'll give him this. They went really graphic with this movie. I didn't want to see a swirl of blood and shit going into a drain, but they gave it to us. And just when you're at your worst, you know, it's always darkest before dawn because here's Claire. It's always darkest before the dawn. <laughs> because Claire shows up, and we know we learn that she's a fucking super freak. She's super freaky. Oh yeah, she she sees the poop and the blood. She's not offended at she, all. She rubs it on her face. She's a freak. She uh, starts grinding up on him. She starts putting the titties all over the camera. She's a woods or she's not. Well, she is a Woodstock '99 girl. You got to say she's a girl's gone wild girl. She's one of the she, first. She's ones. going wild, and she's just like, and she starts planting the seeds in his head. Like we could turn on him, and we could have all the power. He's like, oh. he's like, I just want to fuck! And then he starts banging her doggy style. Meanwhile, M is, like, filming this. M is filming it. Claire, I think, is starting to try... She's trying to pull the strings of John because she yeah. wants John to work for her to kill M. Yes. Like, we're starting to get that. And as we're pulling out, like you said, we're seeing that M's watching he's this not on video. <laughs> well, he's not pulling out, that's for sure. He's into this. This Falls is his thing. deep into this. Yeah. Oh, well, I meant, I meant uh, uh, oh. M. He's also into oh. it. He, he's getting off in yeah. his own way. He likes, right. he likes to drink. Well, he knows he's a, she's a whore. He knows. Uh, that's the thing. She thinks she's fooling him. He's Satan, for fuck's sake. He knows what the deal is. She apparently doesn't know that he's always filming her <laughs> yeah. or just watching her. Yeah. Because there's two-way mirrors everywhere in right. this house. So he's watching, Nookie plays, and we fade out. Always with the new metal. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> fucking awful. So we're back to the fucking padded room? Uh, yeah, I believe we are, because John and, John and Jade are meeting And we again. learned that, like, oh, John, no. John's one of those guys, whoever the woman he's with at the moment is the one he loves is a soulmate. Yes. So now he's kind of vibing with Jade. He thinks so. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I just fucked Claire. There was no feelings at all. Don't get misconstrued. Yeah. I'm feeling you, girl. <laughs> and she's like, okay, um, we got to get you out of here. I'm going to, I'm going to, you stay here. I'm going to go check out some things. Cause she's like, because she, we don't know, he, she, nobody knows who he is. He's a John Doe right now. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. He's John Doe. She's like, I'm going to check on your files. Right. So she goes to the one that says John, and the last name is blacked out. Oh, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> She's like, that's got to be him. It's got to be. I and mean, long. she could have flipped through it and said, like, fears, uh, you know, smears feces everywhere. Yeah, she could have flipped through it a little bit, but no. This movie's 90 minutes, so they got to go through it quickly. And then she notices that her, her shift's up, so she's like, I'd like to save him, but I got fuck it. Shifts off. She does fuck right off. She yeah. does. She thinks she's gonna come back the next day and save him. Right. What she doesn't realize is Doctor Asian's coming back and he's right. got a fucking nice dose of death him, waiting for him. John C. Riley and the big bald guy show up and they take him away. They gotta get rid of him because like he's like uh, M's like I can't control this guy. Just get rid of him. All right. Yeah, his powers becoming too powerful. Like uh, I thought he had control over this. Yeah, maybe maybe he know. didn't read the fine print of his own contract. <laughs> yeah. God, this is really turning into an AEW contract signing segment. <laughs> no, please don't bring that up. <laughs> so they're at a grave site. We see a giant tombstone that says "Aus." I guess this guy's German. It this is AUS. Yeah, I was like, wait, oh, this supposed to be Faust, right? right? But it was just Aust. Yes. Oh, not a, yeah, AUS. Well, because they in a few minutes we'll explain why. Oh, okay. so they're like, we're just gonna bury you alive. Yeah, and they do a shit job of it. They literally cover them with an inch of fucking like soil. They've got four. 
14 different goons working for him, <laughs> and they could only do, an, like, an inch of They're top like, balls. I just dug a six-foot grave. I'm tired, all right? Oh, okay. Can I just kick a couple of dirt on? Well, that's going on. Jay, uh, not Jay, Claire and M talking. Jay's like, we M- is telling Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thank you. All these names are interchangeable for some reason. So M is like, we need to take care of Jade. She's on to us. And maybe the doctor had told him, because I think he was spying on her when she was going through the files. Yeah. Maybe Claire actually picks up more from fucking people and everything. Like, she gets some kind of clairvoyant power from fucking people. Because she does seem to be really aware of Jade, unless Dr. Asia told them, I like... Dr. Asian called that, that's That's the only way this makes sense. No, what it was was Vito, who's the guy that she fucks later on, he is talking to him. And I guess he's like... Hey, there's this Jade chick. Oh, he's reporting back. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because we didn't even get to their whole scene yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like, all right, take care of her. So then we see Jade. She stopped off at a diner, a totally American diner. Very American. Probably a tourist trap thing in Spain. Like, hey, you know, real American diner Oh, yeah. It looks like a 50s diner. Yeah. So there's there's a guy, waiter, just like Fonzie. It's, that's the best way I can you know the iconic 50s, and we you see know? some very suspicious looking guys who are staring right at Jay. They don't even try to hide that they're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, they were outside at least, but right. they're but they're, they're staring. Yeah, they're, guys, they're <laughs> licking the window. <laughs> and he makes a phone call. She makes a phone call to Dan. Oh, of he's, course he had. He's looking at other hand things. Uh, you know the dark webs. He's masturbating. Basically, he's masturbating. Come on, he had the internet, and he's a single man. Right. He's. So Woodstock child. He's what a creep. Expect? He's watching his fucking Woodstock. You know, he's filming shit at Woodstock. He's watching that shit. Yup. Watching the gropes. Ugh. God, ew. They and he's so super horny, food. so he's like, hey, I'll be there in a second. Just stay there. I got to wrap something up here real quick. <laughs> but once I'm done, I'll, 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 come, I'll come over. So we cut back to, like I said, they just put like an inch of soil on top of John. So he gets out. First, we see like maggots and shit on his face. And then his face comes up. We get this is a very reminiscent Evil Dead. I got an Evil Dead vibe off. Good of this. call. Yeah, it was that. Uh, it was it was very bad. Like that stop motion yeah, animation. Like puppet. shit. It was puppets. Yeah. yeah, and it was like so. There's like a puppet skeleton like straight out of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, wor- like billions of worms <laughs> cascade all over him, and then the the fucking skeleton puppets. And the skeleton's and- trying to strangle him. He's hallucinating, and then he like fucking becomes Faust. He like slashes, busts the head of the skeleton. And then we see these hands come up from the grave, and so the the claws because there's like there is marks on the grave, but the claws form the F and the T of Faust. I did not so catch the shadow that. of it does, and we see Faust. Oh, I did not catch it. So moments later, we got John. He is heading off to the diner. Jade finally notices those guys pressing their nose cartilage on the windows, fogging it up, fucking grabbing their groins, breathing heavily. Finally notices them and is like, my spidey senses are tingling. I'm going to head to the most dangerous looking alley I can find. Yeah. And they, they, won't, they won't get me in the alley. We learned from college cake boxers. You don't go out to the back alley. No one right. ever goes out to the alley. Yeah, it's I was always... waiting for uh, I can't remember his name, Craig to pop up from behind a car. But no. Hey there. You've been hanging out with those black people. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't have said that. Fucking Craig. Yeah. He but, uh, yeah. So she goes out to the back alley. And then all our goons, John C. Riley shows up, all M's goons show up, and they're going to kidnap her. They want to get her in this car. Oh, yeah. They get her into the car. Get her in the car. They immediately put her in there. They got guns. They're like, we're going to take you back to Woodstock 99, baby. And they start groping the shit out of her. And then we just hear, hey, you guys. Reference to Goonies. Our boy Faw shows up, and he's, he's 
Is he? He's false now. He's got the yes, fucking he, he's, horrible, obviously rubber fucking. I want to. I want to stand up for Tim Vigil, the, the artist from this comic book. He did not fucking. He wore a costume in the comic. I don't know where they came up with this idea that he transforms into a rubber dude. But it's the most awful thing. And he has. They're supposed to be like horns, but they're fucking flopping around because yeah, it's just a everything. foam rubber. It's. It's like. It's almost as bad as it is worse than the Swamp Thing costume. He's it got is. a fucking trash bag cape. Yes. Straight from the trash lodge. And it looks like shit. It reminded me I I mean the tick did it for, you know, the campiness of it. They're trying to make this guy look badass in this movie <laughs> right. where he's fucking and slashing heads. They've got offspring plan, that beautiful jam beheaded right out of Woodstock 99. He's running around. He's literally just – they. that was his thing. They loved doing these shots of him lopping heads off. Yes. And it made like a nice little like pop. And hands. Hands and heads. Oh, yeah. He hands and heads. Off. Yeah. Because, you know, guy have guys with guns and they get their hands chopped. So he chops off a few heads, a few hands, and then Of course, he, he has to make out with a head to show how crazy he is. Yeah, how fluid he is and all that. Jumps on the hood of the car, <laughs> he is, yeah. and he fucking slashes in. It's a soft top, of he course. Does, yeah, he does a can opener thing. Yeah, he does a can opener. Like does it. a Popeye joke. I'm going to eat my spinach. <laughs> and he grabs Jade, and I, she just takes off, doesn't he? Because they separate. He gets her to safety, and then he flies up to hang out with the gargoyle. Right? Uh, did I write the line down here? Yes, you did. Oh, I did. Go ahead. What do you, What do you think, brother? Too much blood, or not enough? And then I think he like licks his claw or some he does. shit. Oh yeah, he does. There's no blood on it at this point, <laughs> but he licks it. Oh goddamn! So Jane Jade hooks up. Dan, I guess, shows up, and there they share what they've learned. Yeah, there. She has it the back, files. I feel like this was back at her place, maybe. Either hers or no. I think she's at Dan's place. You think it was Dan's place? It couldn't yeah. have been Dan's, but okay. Well, I mean, yes, there were some like crusty socks everywhere and everything. You like, remember crusty like, socks? He's, he's kicking them under the fucking. Well, because I think he had the computer with the hand shit on. That's why I think that it was makes his sense. Place. And I didn't. I I just remember him putting a sheet over all of his fucking uh, girls going wild uh, <laughs> right. VHS. Days. So he has enough shame that when a woman shows up. He covers it right. Up. He has aged a little bit since Woodstock '99. <laughs> yes. He he well, knows he knows not to be proud of yes. his uh, boo. And he's love. like, "That's good. so." She has the files. He's like, "I'm under this hand thing that makes no sense at all. I just pulled <laughs> this out of my ass. It sounds suspiciously like John Jasper's shit." Yeah, because of course the imprint on his hand, and look at this icon they have on the website. It's right. got it's one. It's got to be him. So we cut to back to M's mansion. We're still in present. We haven't gone back in time, everybody. We're still oh, in the present. Yeah. I, this, yeah. Well, I was going to say this is our last flashback, but no, there are flashbacks later. There are flashbacks later. They're jade flashbacks. We're later. used to traversing over like days, you know, days eclipse and everything. This movie's like two days. I have the, no yeah, idea. This pl- I feel like it's one day and we flash back <laughs> to day two. And then later there's like a death that I'm like, wait, what is happening? Are we even in the same universe? <laughs> So Vito, who was driving the car that was going to kidnap Jade, he arrives. He's scared shitless because, you know, you don't fucking disappoint uh, M. Yes, that's right. And Claire meets him. He's like, don't worry, baby. I'll, let's just go off this room. Well, I'll, I'll get M for you. She's got, she's got a thing for fear. Like, she sees him sweating profusely. Right. And she's just Well, she's a sick bitch. She's freaking a leash. Oh, yeah. She's, she's off the leash. Oh, yeah. You know this girl is just rocking out the corn 94-7. Right. And she's got, uh, I will say, in the comic and in the movie, she does have that awful uh, two-tone hair that, like, very reminiscent of the 2000s. 
because she's got it's like black on top and the ends are blonde. Yep. That is from the comic. I'll mm-hmm. say that. And she's like, "Cool, you need to relax, baby. Just lay out on this table." Takes him to the dining room, Take lays him down. Well, it wasn't the dining room. It was like a meeting room. This is like M's meeting room. Oh, it was a meeting room? room? Yeah, this is where he has all his meetings at. This, you know what, again, this reminded me of uh, Cobras' meeting room. Of course, because they had a two-way mirror. I was just waiting for the mask. And M, he's like undoing his pants. He's like, I know what's going to happen, you know. It's always going to happen. <laughs> Jesus, man. So she just starts fucking him. And then I don't know what the fuck got into Vito. He, he got in the pussy fog, dude. He's like, fuck M. I don't give a fucking shit about M. And like M's like, what? He's like, and that fucking guy with his razor claws. M's like, razor claws? Razor claws? He was very. Uh, he's like, I thought we got rid of that guy. Yeah. What's going on? So she is like pounding away on him. And then this and this was from the comic. This scene, I don't know if it was the same kind. Of, it was this, it looked the same way. I don't know the specifics, but yes, yeah, she fucks the dude in the comic and then slashes throat with a straight razor in the oh comic. Oh my god, she's this is the Twin Peaks thing. She's she's a member of the fucking uh, convenience store. They must have cut her out from the scene and uh, fire walk with me. But she's she's loving the fear because of the Garmin Bosia. It I all never, I never saw Firewalk with me. Oh, it's You're great losing movie. me on that one. It's a great movie. So she slashes his throat, and then she's fucking just coming all over him. She's coming and going and going and coming, and she's slucking on the bush, licking her fucking fingers, like finger-licking good blood. M walks in, puts his pants up, his shirt tail's hanging through the fucking fly. She forgot to put <laughs> the fly up. And so basically, she fucks M. Cox. He's just loving it. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he comes in. He's telling her about everything, and you know, he's just like, "Why did you fucking kill him?" And yeah, she wanted to know more info. He's talking about Faust. Yeah, exactly. He's talking about Faust. Talking. He's like, "Oh, the bear guy's back," and then she gets to the core because we know she wants to take over him. So right. she, she fucking knows how to get under everybody's skin right. and into their pants for sure. Because she hits him with this line: "What if he finds out what you care about?" Because. M was trying to use that, like, I know what he cares about, and she right. hits him with, what if he finds out what you care about? And then he's just like, <laughs> you're such a delightful whore, but you know I'm on to you. Like, because he's like, he's toying with her. He knows all what Claire's about, you know. I mean, she thinks she's like fucking, like, she, she thinks she can put the devil in the pussy fog. And then oh, yeah. happen. Oh, yeah. Because she's, while he's, uh, you know, she thinks she has stunned him. With right. the line about what if he finds out about what you care about. So she starts groping at that dick. She's working the shaft, playing the balls, and little po- pocket billiards. And- but totally limp. He's just like, you're not, it's not going to work on me. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're such a delightful whore. I, can, I have to appreciate that. But you must be punished. And then he blows some, like, berry dust in her fucking face. And then she starts, like... She starts getting. She's like, get, she's getting off on this. Yes, she loves it because something has crawled up inside of her body and started taking control over it, and that is her like ultimate ecstasy. Right. And then her tits to start. They go Dolly Parton s- size. They go small. They go big. They're just like convulsing and everything. <laughs> yeah. And she is just like. Oh. And then probably the grossest part of this movie. Oh yeah, peck jelly just starts dropping out of crotch. Yeah, they do a shot where it's like her legs, and we're not seeing like the crotchal region. We just see this peck jelly goop. It was, oh, this movie did creep me the fuck out. I'll give him that. And then she gets down on all fours, and then her ass starts getting really big. She says, "M likes back." Oh yeah, and then we see it's like 
So she becomes a tits and ass creature. She just has gigantic. This was not from the comic book. I don't remember. I think I would remember this. She has giant fucking tits, giant fucking ass, a face. Her arms like shrivel up. Yes. She has little like antenna arms. She is slowly uh, just like melting into a mop, mop like m- little a, puddle. A puddle of tits and ass. Yeah. And so it's just four lumps, tits, ass, <laughs> and her face sinking into it. And it's all slimy. Oh, it was so gnarly and gross. But of course, he's like, just remember this lesson. Right. She's like, I'm a freak, but I ain't this much of a freak. And then she like, he turns her back into her normal body. Right. And so now we're getting to Dan taking Jade home. We're going to see Jade's place. And, of course, it's an upper middle class suburb girl house. Uh, It's a McMansion. She's got the live, uh, eat, pray, you know. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love, Uh, like shit just everywhere. She takes him into his, her her office where she's got just plants everywhere. They're fake. And then she's got the library for, for Zoom meetings and all that. All the fake books set up. And we learned Dan doesn't have any – he doesn't know anything about boundaries. We learned from Murdoch 99 he has no boundaries. But also he's a rifler. Hey, what did I say? Living room's <laughs> fair ground. I never said the office is fair ground. So yeah. give me that. So he gets immediately grab pause at this – pause at this picture of oh, the, yeah. her with a man. And he's like, oh, that's my dad. He's like, who the fuck is this? You fucking somebody behind my back, bitch? He's got this whole, like, fantasy world in his head that they're together. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's just my dad. Chill. What the fuck? Jesus. And he's like, well, I should probably stay the night because of danger. <laughs> no, you can fucking leave. <laughs> Walk. And then he just walks out. Murray does a hand gesture every time he does the walk, and it's so funny. You have, you're you just so straightforward with every other mannerism, but when you do the walk, you got a nice little loop to it. It's uh. Uh, You guys are going to be so pissed off you're not listening to this episode because it's going to be two hours and it's a movie you don't know about. But you're going to enjoy this if you're listening. Oh, God. So Jay's like, I got to wash, wash the filth off of me of just damping my presence. Dude, again, it's putting her back to Woodstock 99. I need to wash the caca off of me. <laughs> right. So many, like, I saw so many dicks in that fucking documentary. They're, oh, God. <laughs> so many people just hanging out and shit and just loving it. It's, oh, yeah, God. I didn't, yeah, even then I was like, I didn't get that. Oh, so she's in the bath and she's got the little Hitachi and she's like, I got to, you know, unwind. Oh, my God. And then just as she's about to bust a glop or whatever fucking Claire was doing doing earlier, (laughs) she sees an image of this. She calls him smooth face, but his face is anything but smooth. Oh, was it smooth face? I thought she called him wax man. Smooth Man is what she called. Oh, Smooth Man. But he's not my also my favorite Soundgarden song. Smooth Man, <laughs> come together with your hands. Ninety. They were at 94, not 99. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, he's like a prune-faced weird guy. But, yeah, and then she's like, ah, she screams. We don't know, any, we don't know what, what this means, anything. All we know is that we had a childhood flashback, and she saw the Spoon Man. Right. And we I see mean, a young girl. Man. We saw <laughs> we <laughs> Spoon Man would freak me out more. <laughs> And she's like a little girl, like like you know, hiding in her bedroom. We see a shadow over her. Yeah, and she gets out of the the, the, the tub. She she's like hyperventilating. She's trying to calm herself down. Serenity down. Serenity now. She's got the towel fucking pulled up to her chin, and she's grabbing her phone. She's like, I should call some kind of man to come comfort me tonight. And lo and behold, she doesn't need to call because our boy John. Buck ass naked, just with the claws, just appears out of nowhere. Oh yeah, he was hiding behind the drapes. And he's acting super freaking freaky. He's like, I have to protect you. 
Oh, yeah. They're going to get you. I wish he was not wavering, quivering his voice. I hope to protect you. I love you. She just heard this from Creep Dan, and now this naked man with claws has popped up from behind her drape. Like, all she knows is he's insane. That's all yeah. she knows. I think she and he rem- hates fucking the shimmy slide, which really puts the, you know bad luck upon you. Yeah. And he's covered. Did he have blood on him, too? I think he might have had blood on him. I think he had bullet fucking holes in his chest, which is a very crow thing, too. Yes, you're right. And he's fucking buck-ass naked. And he's like, I got to get you out of here. And she's like, I have cops outside. Yeah, there's cops everywhere. and They're going to kill you. (laughs) Just as as he says it, cops bust in. Like three. Yeah, and and they're like elderly. They got a donut in their mouth and shit. (laughs) Like, hey, there, you want want us to look in there on you? And holy shit, a Faust. And just as he says it, he just starts slashing the shit out of these. These For all she knows, these are good cops. We know that they're fucking working for M. Oh, yeah. I I know people love when uh, there's bloopers in movies and everything, and there's a big blooper in this movie because you see the one guy. They cut his audio. They managed to do that, but I I could read his lips because I read (laughs) eyes, I read lips. But he broke the fourth wall. He said, oh, man, you never see dicks in movies. (laughs) So he was impressed that they had a penis in a movie. And then I think he went smoking, and then he turned into Faust. And then he just starts... Cuts the, cuts in her hand off because that's what he cuts heads and hands off. Heads so he and does. hands, and he starts slashing the fucking one guy that made the dick remark. And then yep. Jade, obviously, she she just saw a guy turn into a demon. She runs the fuck out. She just runs. Just throws like a, a, a like a raincoat on herself. Runs out naked. Yeah, John like goes up to the roof and then he looks down and he says, "Go ahead, Murray. I can't do. We know this. I can't do these. <laughs> I'm the poor that gets you hot." <sighs> it licks his claws again. I I mean. He's fighting the Woodstock, but he's still kind of <laughs> into it. He's traumatized by it. Dude. But still, it's like there was some of it he liked. He liked the perverse well, sexual yes, stuff. Well, yes, we all have a dark side. So yeah. he's, he's probably ashamed of that part that enjoyed In it. the demon, br- it's right. his demon. Right, his This inner makes demon. sense. This yeah. makes sense. Okay. So one the one guy with a donut, he's got still, still chewing on a donut. He's, <laughs> busy, this is a bow. he's holding his guts in while eating a donut. He's well, like, I'm not letting this go to waste. You know, it's like the whole iconic thing, I want a cigarette as I die. <laughs> he's lighting up his donut and just like fucking chewing the ashes. And he calls it in and then he dies. Dan somehow picks up the radio call, and then I was like, well, "Why is a, Dan getting he's a, it?" He's got a police like. Oh, so he's yeah, okay. Yeah. He's using that. Okay. Yeah. But then, and, but Jade has run to the subway. Right, she runs the subway, and we can tell this is in America because a very odd looking phone. She goes like, it's "Not you know, it's like yellow or some shit," and she calls Dan, and she's like, "Don't worry, I'm, I'm on my way." So he shows up. Uh. Uh. Then. Uh. The commissioner shows up? Yeah, it's a whole schma. So one side, John shows up, and then at the other side, yeah, the right. police show up. So she's separated by the, the train tracks. Yeah, she jumps into the train, and then they jump it. Like, the police jump in on the one side. John jumps into the other side. And so what they're building up to is who is she going to choose to go with? Does she go with Dan and the sleazy well, commissioner? Well, John also kills more cops, too. I mean, yeah, John and we, is murdered. And we get some fucking, fucking uh, nookie playing while he's slashing the people. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. get, like, a strobe light effect because they're going I, through it, it wasn't quite nookie. That's not enough anger no. in that song. Is it, like, a Rage Against the Machine song? I don't, rem- I don't remember what song it was. It was probably a corn song. It's probably that Are You Ready song. Are you ready? Exactly. Yeah, that's it. 
And so just there's buttholes being slashed apart, hands popping off, head it popping off. It would have been off. in the comic book. There would have been a butthole getting <laughs> slashed. <laughs> and, and then a snake coming out of it for some reason. And during all this, he's just like, Jade, we were meant to be together, you and me. I know. She's known this guy all 12 hours. He's her. He thinks he's her. She's her soulmate. Yeah. He's obviously insane. She just watched him murder cops. Oh yeah. Total psychopath. But and but girls like the bad boys, girl. <laughs> right. And what kind of? He is the baddest of bad boys because <laughs> yeah. he is murdering police. So we got the commission. One thing you said. She's in the middle. Got commission on one side. John on the other. And he pulls out his claws and starts cutting the in between the cars. Yeah. Like, oh, there's like some. I don't know, leather shit or yeah, something. Yeah, some. It, I hope it's not just leather keeping it together. He like pulls the pin, cuts the leather, so it's gonna the carts are gonna detach. And then they, they start pulling apart. Like, Who are you gonna choose? That bald creep or me? And she's like, he is pretty hot. So she leaps off to John, and they take off. And then the commissioner's like, ah, curses. Yeah, she says a cab and jumps over. So they take. Yeah, they take off. Yep. And John's like, I got to take you someplace where you get to be safe. Right. My warehouse. <laughs> where? Yeah, no. My loft apartment where my oh, girlfriend's was it? murdered. Was it? Yes. Okay. And his girlfriend's by still there. She's still there. It's only been a day, remember. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this is a safe place for you. And she, and she's looking at his art. She's like, is that art? No, that's my dead girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about I'm getting ideas yeah. to do something with. This is my new muse, just this woman rotting. I'm like, well, it's only been a day, but still, <laughs> it's like I'm just going to let it rot there and paint it and shit. There's birds. They're shitting all over the and house. She's kind of like rubbing her nipples. She's like, mm, I'm like getting turned on by this death shit. Oh, yeah. Know. But she's going to play it cool. She's going to be a little chaste here. Right. Because, I mean... She's he's... chased for all of five seconds. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, she's acting kind of... Because he... I think he, un, he unfausts. So he's naked again. Because in the movie, his skin just turns into demon skin. Uh, yeah. So he's either naked or he's faust. Yes. So, like you said, he, he he's getting closer and closer. And she's, like, kind of recoiling a little bit. Or coiling, rather, a little bit. She's bringing her hands in. It's been hard to get. As if she she's needs like, to... Bring... I'm, I'm no girl's gone wild, girl. Yeah. As if she's going to be harmed by this man because he is insane. He, he doesn't have bloody claws on his hands. Yes. Yeah. And so finally he gets her and he's like putting his hands on her face and everything. And she's like, oh, it's nice like that. And then suddenly, just suddenly, I, as if the universe willed it to happen. Starting over. This is the most hauntingly erotic music you could think of oh my god and then they lay down on the ground she's naked he opens the 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 raincoat she has on he speared with his claws some ice cubes and he's rubbing her nipples with them like shish kebab cubes you know just fucking hot and just he's about slipping in she sees the fucking smooth man who's not smooth oh no i thought i because it was like a subliminal message and when they flat did that flash of the smooth man i saw ginty and i shit myself it was the jowl man it was the jowl man. <laughs> that would fucking freak me out. Yeah, I shit myself. I had to pause the movie and go to take a bathroom break. And he's just like, "All right, baby, I know. I we can we can cuddle. Yeah, you know, we don't have to fuck right now." Turns off the starting over, and he's just like, "I'll put putting on- ice on his boner to get it to go down." Oh yeah, he's aching like a motherfucker. Right? Ice on his balls. It's been it's been one whole day since you know <laughs> yeah. he fucked blue. So it's yeah. rough. It's rough out there for a murder murderer. 
But yeah, he, he knows how to do that. He knows how to cuddle a woman. So he takes her over, and he's just put on the whale noises now, just softly <laughs> in the background. Just you feel like it's like uh, viewing clouds. You hear there, and it's like, are they happy or are they sad? And you know, it gives you something to think and about. And he's like, come on, baby, tell me why you don't want to fuck me. And she goes into her whole story about this. He's like, I don't know. It's very vague. I have these images where I was a child, I was 11 years old. And this guy, I don't know. I called him the smooth man, even though he's not smooth at all. He's wrinkly. Why yeah. am I calling him the smooth man? And he plays spoons. And, yeah. And it, and it creeped me out. And I just, I've, I've never fucked since. I've yeah. never had sex. And he's, Isn't no, he's like, really? You're a virgin? Oh, that's where John went. He, oh. he shouldn't have went that way. But, yeah. you know, he's like, some guys, that's their thing. You know? That For sure. For sure. Well, some guys are creeped out if a girl's ever had sex. They're like, no, you're unpure now. He wants to despoil that. Oh. Um, but the roles have reversed. The crazy person is now the psychologist. Right. Yes. So. <laughs> he's had a day in a, in a psych ward, so he knows the, he knows the yeah. vernacular they use. I'm surprised he didn't put on some Tchaikovsky for her. He's all about the Wagner. He's, he is all Get about the, the blood in it. Oh. So they fade away, and let me see Commissioner Marino. He comes back to M. We, now we know he's working for M. That's yeah, why we never so knew shady. this. This is the first time we've seen him in the same we room. Had a very diverse satanic meeting. We had every representation. This is twenty years ago, people. We got a Asian guy with that wacky hair. Like he had, it was like parted on the side, but the one side was like flicked up, like. Like flock of seagulls. Oh, that's kind of like uh, in uh, Revenge of the Nerd. It's the, the the Asian nerd dude. He did that with his hair and that. <laughs> I guess there be well. I'm glad you said that because the guy who punched up the script wrote Revenge of the Nerds. There we go. I'm not even making that up. That actually is true. <laughs> that's his thing. And uh, we get an old white lady. We get a fucking midget who apparently in real life is like a porn star. Really? Interesting. We get a black chick. Was it Josie? Yes, it was. It was Vern <laughs> Troyer, actually. Rest in peace. And uh, from Michigan. And uh, yeah, we have a very diverse season. Like, and like he like he brings everybody in. Yeah. And he's just having a meeting. They're discussing the ceremony that's coming up to to bring this homunculus into being. Yeah, the big and the big one. Marino, who's used to swinging his dick around because he's a commissioner, walks in. It's like, look, man. Everyone's the mayor's on my fucking ass about this shit. What the fuck are you going to do about this, M? The more you try to stop him, the stronger he's getting. Before he could he was just jumping around like an idiot. Now he's flying around and chopping heads off and someone got their butthole pierced. And, and M, you know, he doesn't want everyone freaking out. So he tries to calm the situation. He's like, "I've never failed before and I won't fail now. The ceremony will take place tomorrow." Or tonight. I don't know. I don't know what the time is in this movie. Right. You know what? I don't know. Was it Was it that night? I think it was <laughs> it that might, night. It might have been. I it might have been that night. And Maria was like, not good enough, buddy. So he excuse. I feel like he excuses everybody. No, he meeting? keeps him. No, he keeps him there. For oh, this. He, has to, he, has, he has to get control. That's a good. Because this guy's trying to like fucking bitch slap. Him. And just like, uh, you know, in Riverbend, when everyone's like, hey, you know, Times are changing. We got to stop, you know, <laughs> trying to enslave black people. Everyone's like, yeah, times are kind of changing. We should probably just let this murderous claw man just go. I mean, he seems to be just be into this jade woman. Let's just let them fuck. But uh, M, M's not going to allow that. No, because he can't. He controls all. Yeah. And he's getting kind of tired. Marino's fucking making him look like a bitch. He's like, I got to take care of this Marino guy. Yeah. So, Marino, come here. You ever see my, my beautiful hairless chest? 
He undoes his fucking shirt. And then fucking a Kawatu just grows out of his chest, like clawed hands. Yeah. It's like he had a tremor worm in his chest. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's just basically hand puppets, very cheap looking. And it just pauses at the face of Marino. And he's doing his best. He's trying to act like it's clawing him and destroying him. Our question is about to be answered <laughs> in this next line. <laughs> What's the next line? John Jasper dies tonight. So and, it's that day. This movie okay. takes place over two okay. days. So he kills Marino because Marino's got to be. And then he excuses everybody. So now everyone's back in line because they're ready to just like, like you said, just be like, fuck, who cares about John Jaspers? Let him go. Yeah. And Claire again. I still don't know why M needs John Jaspers for something. I ha- it's only because it, he's, he's like, what is, what is, uh... oh, I can't even think of it. I'm doing a horrible job. He ju- He's just. He can't let anybody get one under him, and that's how he feels about this. Okay. Because he has a contract, so he's like, "No, I have to honor that. Con- you like, I have to make sure that contract's honored and everything. Otherwise, I look like a bitch." Right. So keeping it real goes wrong. The old Dave Chappelle bit. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. While this is all going on, Dan just like talks his way into M's lair. He's like, "I got a badge. I can do whatever I want." Yeah, he fl- he, f- he flips his uh, badge. He gets in. His Vadino senses are. He's like, "I know there's dude, a secret room somewhere." I was just right gonna here. say, his Vadino senses are <laughs> going ape shit because he finds like a crevice between the walls. He's looking in from a window. It's an impossible room, just like uh, The Shining. He's in an impossible room where there's windows where there shouldn't be, and he's peeking in. He's watching the whole thing. He's walking. He's watching through the mirror that that M was watching uh, Claire Falk. And there's this interesting spot here now where uh, M starts saying chaos thrives on the impossible because they're saying it's impossible to stop uh, right. Faust at this point. And, and he looks into that two-way mirror, and you see Dan's face looking at him, and you got M's face. Yeah. And I was like, wait, does he know? Yes, I believe M can see Yeah, yeah, I feel like he could. He's barely had any powers at this point aside from— <laughs> He can see through two-way mirrors. All mirrors are two-way. <laughs> he's got a Kwatu chest. Yeah. He can magic boobs and butts, so he's probably a great plastic surgeon. That's how he got his money to get this big house. Right. And so, yes, yeah, so we're like, uh-oh, something's up. So Dan, like, leaves the room. He calls up Jade immediately. I have I got John's contract. I need you to come to this mansion. Gives her the map quest thing. Sends her the link, and then he's like, "But come alone. You have to come alone." And of course, she's gullible as fuck. We've learned through this whole movie. She's just almost fucked the guy who almost killed her. Yeah, and so she's like, "I'll be there." So she, I uh, I have a feeling that he managed to milk out some hand stuff on that one. I know you're having a real hard time here, Jade, but maybe uh, maybe a little hand stuff. John's a manipulator. Of course he yeah. did. Yeah. Make you feel better about yourself <laughs> if you just jerk me off. Yeah, it's not really sex. Yeah. So you're saying that's why So that's why John isn't there because she churned one out for him and then he just fucked off. Yeah, he probably had well, a Well, I mean, come on. I mean, he in, might have had respect, a nap after that. You ever had blue balls? It's fucking <laughs> it's rough, dude. Like, come on. Ladies, give us some release here. <laughs> So I'm just saying, you don't know the pain of blue because you don't have balls. <laughs> Even if you're in your worst situation, you have to jerk off your man is what he's trying to say. Well, if you want him to save your life, I mean, he needs to be relaxed. <laughs> if you don't jerk off your man, don't expect him to show up and save your life when you're being hunted by demons. That's what that's the message of this movie. Yeah. That's, that's what I came away with from this that's- movie. <laughs> 
So, okay, oh, so like I said, Dan's like, you got to meet me at the mansion, the M yeah. mansion. He's still gung-ho. He he knows these are demon people at this point. He's like, right. I got to arrest these motherfuckers. <laughs> he's not like, I got to murder these demons. He saw a fucking tremor worm jump out of this man's chest. Yeah, I got to arrest him. So M is in his, his office, his, his den, and we didn't know he's into astrology because he's checking his stars. Yes. He's, papers. He's got papers. Because he's star wondering, charts. is this the night for the ceremony? What oh. is, what is my, my house in the house of Aquarius or some right, shit like right. that? Right, right. I'm sure his astrology sign had a good message for him today, too. You know, good fortune will come to you when you summon demons from another world. And then uh, one of his goons comes in. I don't remember what his goon does. I think he tells him something or, you know, like somebody wants to talk to you, I think, is what it is. Yeah, they were they were mentioning something. I think he was telling them, like, hey, Dr. Asia, Dr. Asian Man and Claire, they've been getting real close together. So I don't know. Right. We, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't so matter. So we go to the we do, thankfully he brought Dr. Asian because he's putting his, his Red Bull concoction together, a little bit of monster energy drink. And Claire, you know, she's always working. Hey, this is 99. Monster Energy was new to the market, so right. we, he didn't know what kind of reaction that would cause in people. Right. So we's really going mad scientists here. Right. And uh, Claire shows he's got those Zarkta hair he's putting in there. <laughs> Claire, she's working on um, She's like, you know, this guy's never been laid, so it's even easy. I would like to get um, Taffy's comment on these eyebrows that she has <laughs> because she has shaved them, so they are just like Spock. Sp- and they're just going straight up on a on a uh, ascending angle from I, outwards. I, I, I wasn't feeling Claire at all through the whole movie. But, yeah, yeah. But is she her charms work on Doctor Asian because she's like, look, we can take over here. In the first minute, he looked like I want to get back to my science, <laughs> but then she just got that fucking lockjaw. He's just mixing Red Bull <laughs> and Monster Energy. <laughs> But then he, she just got that lockjaw grip on his dick, and he's like, fine, I guess this is happening, you know? Yeah, she's like, we can take all this power. The ceremony's tonight, I think. I think. I don't know. I don't even know the time that I'm in the movie. They're bad planners. That's what I'm And doing. he's just like, maybe. So we go back to uh, Jade, Jade arriving. And oh, she meets up with, uh, she meets up with uh, Dan. Yes. And Dan's like, I got the contract right here. And then M walks in. Hmm, really? Do you have a contract? <laughs> and then we learn, of course, classic Dan move. He says, like, I'm with M now, bitch. Yeah. What's she going to do about that? He's going to make it like Woodstock 99 You never showed me your tits. Again. If you showed me your tits, I'd be on your side. Yeah. It's your fault. Tits or get the fuck out. And then Jade immediately goes, look, I'll fuck you if you give this, my soulmate his soul back. Because I can't, he can't be my soulmate if he doesn't have a soul. She's known this guy for at least m- most twelve hours. Yeah, and he's been insane through most of that. And she's willing to just give her body to Dan and M. She's ready to like them to do an Eiffel Tower on her. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna find out what happens with Jade in a moment here. But first, we got to go. M's back in his office. Right. All the star charts are put away. He's just watching, you know, some more carnage on TV. And he's waiting for that injection, that beautiful Red Bull injection. And uh, Dr. Asian gives it to him. Boy, does he give it to him. Because he put half and half monster and Red Bull. Even a demon can't handle that shit. Yeah. This is uncharted territory. Straight to the vein. Monster was brand new in 99. So then M starts, face starts oozing. Balls start growing on his face. Yes, <laughs> he yes. He had testicles on his face, and they're oozing slime. 
And he's like, ah, ah, and he just wipes some of that slime on Dr. Asian's face. Yeah, he, he planted a big old fucking open mouth kiss on him. He does a facial right on him, dude. Yeah. And he's at the money shot all over fucking Dr. Asian. Dr. Asian not appreciating. They both collapsed on the ground. Yeah. And then he's still, like, M is still able to, you know, he's kind of, he, he's a mess, but he's holding himself together a little bit just to see Claire walk in. She's got a whole fucking, like, power suit power on. Suit Red on. power suit. Yeah, she's got her hair pulled back real tight, real stern Interesting, look. like, bra thing. It was, like, just cupping her tits. She's, she, she's got to put her sexuality out yeah. there. That's, yeah, her, that's, that's, that's her, her identity. That's her, yeah, it is. So she's got to put that out there. But now she's pulling a fucking shotgun out of the crotch of her pants because, you know, she wants to make it, like, a joker thing. Right. So she pulls that shotgun out. She's like, mine's bigger. And she, uh, oh wait, that's a I line she uses. Divorce. That was a line she used later. Yeah, yeah she just says, "I want divorce," and then blows M's head off. So we're like, "All right, I guess she's the villain now." Or this movie, M, he's got to be dead, right? And then Doctor Asian's face melted off. He's just like, "Yeah." So now Claire, she's like, "I got to get some info out of uh, Jade for some reason." Right, and I think she, it's just she's such a sadist. She doesn't only want to torture her physically; she wants to torture her emotionally. Yeah, she's into the sex stuff, and she's into everything. Did you notice they're right back in the same set from the fucking padded cell? Is this the padded cell? Oh, was it with just S and M gear everywhere? Oh no, that's why they dressed it up. Right. Okay, I thought I saw those etchings, those caveman scrawlings <laughs> of uh, the fucking Woodstock '99 stages in the background, and she puts uh, Jade in. The stocks, mm-hmm. and she starts whipping the fuck out of her. She's got a Claire always has an outfit for the occasion. Yeah. So to kill M, she had to put on the power suit, right. and now she's wearing an S and M outfit. Yes, the classic dominatrix got the high boots and the fucking leather dress on. And I think she wasn't expecting this because I, I don't know what you saw. Jade seemed to be into this for a while here. She's exploring her sexuality. Okay, yeah. don't shame her. She's liking it. And she's whipping the fuck out of her. And, and then she gives Jade a moment, gets her a cigarette, and is like, I got a kinkier outfit for you. Right. And Jade, she's into it. She, Like you said, she's exploring right. her sexuality. Right. So she's like, I'll pop that on. So you got to remember, she's repressed from Smooth Man. So she's never had sex since she was 11. Ugh. That You can't say she's had sex. <laughs> That's just whatever. What I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Just assault. Well, she's, rape. Yes, she's molesting. Never- and so, yeah, she's like, I'm going to put on that fucking outfit. It's like Leia's outfit, except my nipples are popping through it. And- Leia meets Red Sonia. Because it's yes, like chainmail, yes. but it's like you can see through it. It's like clear chainmail. That's right. And she puts her in like, it's not an Iron Maiden, but it's like, it's a cage shaped like her body. So I think yes. the thing is you can't like sit down in it. You have to stand up in mm-hmm. it. And she hooks up like some fucking battery, like a car battery to it. And starts shocking the shit out of fucking. And uh, wasn't she demanding her to remember? Yeah, she want. Yeah, she's trying to emotionally like torture her. Right. Oh. And and for some reason they have to get this out of her because M walks in. He's like, "How is it going?" Yeah. And then then this is where finally, uh, Jade comes to realization. It's the smooth man. She blacked out his face because it was her father that had molested her. What? And but this is where it gets fucking weird. Then she turns super horny and slutty all of a sudden. Yeah, I got that trauma out of my life. <laughs> now, now that I know what caused it, I'm kind of turned on by it. Like, what the fuck is going on here? So she's been horribly molested by her father. Yes. Another Twin Peaks reference. And <laughs> she is into uh, a man who's a murderer. Yes. That's crazy. 
Well, she's hard. She's like sucking her thumb like seductively to M. He's like, oh, you luscious whore. I love it. You think a little shotgun shell could kill me? I'm the goddamn devil. Come on. And he's, he's preparing. He's grooming her in a way for the ceremony because he's going to fuck her and create the homunculus. Hey, man. He's got that beautiful lot, white hair and he's got those long nails that women go crazy for on a man. <laughs> I, did you, I love that. He got poofier when he, like, at the ceremony. It was like really, a lot of volume. A lot of volume. Very yes. poofy. Great volume on that so, hair. So, of course, sad sack fucking John. Is he looking for her? No, he's back at the bridge crying. He's back by his own at the bridge. I don't want to live anymore. I lost the second love of my life. Life. And ah. then suddenly there's, a, there's this thing that happens that really bugged me because he's looking out on the water, he's moping, and then he like brain links with Jade. <laughs> maybe that's part of his demon power. Yeah. And she, maybe that. He M- has a vision of the future because he's seeing M fucking her on the sacrifice table. That's right. And I, okay. It was like a. Beacon calling out to him, though, because then he goes fucking rushing over, right? Yes. Okay. I was like, wait, did I just get that all <laughs> wrong? Like, I I, I don't remember what's going to so happen. now here. here it is, the final scene, the, the, the ceremony, the sacrificial, sacrificial ceremony. Sacrificial ceremony. It was, kind reckon- of, it was a kind of a cool set. I like the set. They had, like, fucking all the people that were at the fucking uh, meeting earlier. They're there. We got a bunch of this naked, freaky people. Oh, yeah, definitely. We got the fucking altar. We got Claire up crucified on, like, an X, coming back to Swamp Thing. Oh, yeah. And she's covered in mud for some reason, and her hair's tied up to make, like, like antlers and horns. Yeah. And she's got, like, I think, like, a pentagram, like, painted, painted on, on, it was blood, on her head. On yep. her head. And uh, he's got uh, uh, Jade like laid out, I think, on the the table. Uh, yeah, I think he was. She was just doing the Leia thing, where she was just kind of you know splaying out the edibles right in front of him, chain around her neck and all that. So they 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 they're wanting to. This is where it gets very like Cthulhu kind of Lovecraftian because they want to open a portal to mm-hmm. like another dimension to bring out the homunculus. Mm-hmm. This is from the comic, except in the comic. He's more like a Wolfman type guy. This one is a stupid. Puppet. Oh shit! We'll have to pass that uh, off to Lycanthropus Chris <laughs> yes. to analyze it yeah, for us. It was a Wolfman with a giant dick. <laughs> it was actually, and uh, so he's like, hey, "Are you ready to rumble?" He's like, he's working the crowd. He's like, "We're gonna party like it's 1999 because it was 1999." Woodstock '99's got nothing on this shit right here, and you think he's gonna announce that Limp Bizkit's here to break shit? <laughs> they were they were waiting in the wings, but they saw Faust and they stayed back. Oh, they stayed. Okay, yeah. that makes sense because Fred Durst is out for himself, right? But uh, I did notice when they were scanning over the audience, we just got to point him out because he's one of our favorites. Normad's there with his fucking oh, yeah, glasses. Perfect glasses. <laughs> like, M, you put on a great party. We know he's into this shit. Like, he's got his own, it, I won't call it a mud show. He's got his own, he just doesn't have the financing. He's got to work his way up, yeah. He's got to work his way up. He doesn't have M's demon powers. He's just a crooked judge at this end. Exactly. Uh, yeah. He's doing, honestly, I would say he's doing more treacherous shit because he's doing it a, as a cog of the system. M over here is just crazy demon on the outskirts, so. So he's like, and of course we have references to the serpent from the Bible, so he's like, he pulls, he rips his hand into Claire's stomach and pulls a fucking albino Burmese python out. And we see uh, Dan, he's into it. What is he into it? Because his hands are tied behind his back. I thought he was all in, because he was like, I'm going to find the truth. Like all of a sudden, he's all of a sudden M is Q to him because yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like the truth is in the you know, in the pudding and all this shit and the same crazy Q shit. Well, I mean, his third hand was up, so we know he was into it. 
I, I think he was just channeling, uh, you know, when he saw Red Hot Chili Peppers close out Woodstock 99, Flea's little dick <laughs> flopping around on stage. So he is covered in mud, too. I guess I don't know why mud is a th- yeah, thing. Yeah, he had the little pentagram what? on his forehead as well. Woodstock 99, of course. He's covered in shit and mud. I'm glad you brought this out because it's, it's a, just weird how the world works who sometimes. Who knew how much Woodstock 99 inspired this movie? I, I feel... I feel bad because I know it's probably a small percentage of the audience there that were gropers and everything, but it just left me feeling Everybody like... Everybody's a groper in this audience, in the ceremony. In the, yeah, yeah, especially. But it just made me feel different about Generation X where it was just like, what are you guys doing out here? But at the same time, it was just such a fucking corporate shit show, so it's the big... So Dan's like, lay it on me. Let me deep throat that snake. Yeah, so... Oh. He swallows the snake, and then he kills over and dies. Like, I don't know what the significance of any of this shit was. But he's dead, and then he's like, now's the time to fuck. Oh, my God. And this is where I thought Limps was, was going to come out. Maybe do Nookie. Maybe do... I, I, I can't remember. They, they probably have some other sex songs they could have done. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of sex songs in the, <laughs> in the catalog of Limp Bizkit. Yeah. I've only, heard the, I've only heard the singles. Sorry. Chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavor water. I'm glad you said that in such a wussy voice because Faust arrives. Hey, you guys. He busts through the fucking skylight, floating on that garbagey fucking cape. And then he just, I think he just, he's like, time to fuck shit up. He doesn't even have a good line. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Jade's like waiting in line. There's fucking crazy music happening. She's waiting in line to get some of that demon dick. She's just splayed out everywhere. But yeah, like you and said, he just John, starts slashing everybody. And then, uh, uh, Jade totally throws cold water on his boner because she's like, "You want to fuck? Well, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to take your turn after I fuck him." Point to John C. Riley after him, and M yeah. shows up, and he's like, "I thought you were my girlfriend. You told me we were gonna wait until marriage." And he that just like I said, cold water on the dick. He turns back into John. He's naked. Yeah. He's afraid. Uh, I mean, I went back to when you watch Tommy, and he's just standing there, and people are fucking in front of him, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's in a fucking trash lodge, and he's just spaced out. He's he's John from the beginning of the movie again. And he's like, watch me fuck your woman, John. And he just throws her on the altar, starts plowing her. Got a metal cover of starting over playing. He's like, <laughs> this isn't beautiful at all. This is supposed to be a song about beauty. And just as he... Pops of low, busts a nut, opens the portal, and then this fucking dick-like creature comes out, the horrible puppet creature with a pentagram uh, carved into its forehead. It's it's like a snake inside of a snake because like a mouth opens and another head comes out like alien. Yep, and it looks awful. And oh. and uh, it's just like holy shit, this is Armageddon, the end of the world. Homunculus has arrived, the beast. And he's got to f- push Jade even further into just, like, this new world she's been thrust into. And he's like, that is your baby. You have summoned it, and John is trying to take it from you. Yeah, this is where I get confused now. Yeah, I don't... Like too much happening it's, here. Like, like, it's like, they're trying to... I'm guessing by fucking or they're trying to spawn the Antichrist. Yeah, they're also trying to open a portal for Cthulhu or something to come through. Which is it? Pick I, a side, M. Are you going to bring the Antichrist into fruition, or are you going to make a demon come from an altered dimension? 
so we know Jade, she's all into the fucking goon dick and the demon dick. She's not into psycho dick anymore. So M gives him, gives Jade a very nice ceremonial stab, sacrificial d- dagger. Right. Go over there and plant it between his eyes. So And, and you're like, holy shit, like, Jade! I thought we had something. And she like, holy shit, she's going to kill Faust. You remember how much fun you had giving me a hand job while you were crying? About- and then we have a flashback and just pan works a dick. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God, she remembers. And then she cuts to the bonds. They were, when did he get tied up? I don't even remember that. I thought he was just in a catatonic state. I thought he, I don't know. And so know. he's just like smoking. And then all of a sudden he's fucking Faust again. He gets his mojo back. Like, no, how could you betray me, Jade? We get to see the baby tentacle demon thing <laughs> start using some of its power. It has sun job powers straight out of Inframan. It starts shooting fire lasers at people. Right out of its pentagram head. <laughs> and he just, just starts burning all the fucking people. They're there to fuck. They were just there to have a good time. I, this is the, this is their sacrifice, though. This is what they were fucking right. for. So John goes in for the kill, and he gets hit by like it's like a tractor beam ray. Now all of a sudden, it's like he's like the demons holding him up in the air. Yeah, and we're like, holy shit, this is the, the fucking end of Faust. What's he gonna do, man? Yeah. So Jade gets captured again. M's creeping on her, and he's like pulling out his dick and waving it at her, <laughs> and telling her about the smooth end. Remember the smooth man? And she's looking down. She's seen the smooth Remember man. Remember how it turned you on? Oh. And then she's like, "Look, motherfucker, I don't think so." And she stabs M in the shoulder, where you always get hit in the shoulder. Yep. And uh, all of a sudden, that kills the the. Demon baby, the demon baby gets weakened. Yeah, it like it. I thought it went completely down. No, what it does is it releases Faust, and then he stabs it in the pentagram on its head, mm. and then it just disintegrates. Okay, it just like just because M got stabbed, just blows is, up. Like, this is like the comic. It makes no sense. I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. So it's looking like Faust is going to take control of things, but no, M has recovered. His right. wound has healed. And he's he, floating in the air for some reason. Yeah, now he's flying. <laughs> and uh, he captures John in his own tractor beam, and he starts bringing up the contract again and everything. Right, He's like, because he's like, you can't touch me. That's part of the contract. Because Faust is ready to gut his ass. He's like, ha motherfucker, you can't kill me. Remember the contract. But he's had enough with this play toy. The devil's got to do his deed. So he's like, I'm going to make it even more evil. So he's got an offer for Jade to get John. He's like, just give me the soul of the baby I just put in you, and I'll release your lover. And she's like, fine, I'll do that. I'm fine with that. And then the, you see the contract just, like, burns up. <laughs> I win again. And she's like, I don't think so, motherfucker. Because remember remember my dad horribly molested me and raped me? It destroyed my womb. You want your precious lover's soul back. What will you give me in return? Whatever you want. Soul of your unborn child. You're insane. Don't, Jade. I guarantee John Jasper's release from me. It's deal. Your contract is dead. And so are you. child and you are mine. Not quite. You should have done your homework. 
I can't have children. When I was raped, I was just 11. But the damage wasn't only mental. I have no womb. I thrive on the impossible. I have no womb now. So you know what this is, Griff? This is called making lemonade from lemons, Griff. <laughs> because she turned a negative into a positive. Oh. Because she got she got the best of the devil. And he's like, I can work with that. Like, like M is just always chill. He never gets shook. <laughs> he's just like, I make the impossible possible. Oh, I, 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 I literally paused. I laughed. <laughs> I was on the ground laughing at that line, that delivery. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Faust just rises up, starts stabs M with his claws. Remember, M came back from the dead from getting his head shot off. Yet oh. Somehow this incinerates Maybe M. he had a deal with Claire where she had to kill him a speci- speci- special way. I don't know. It's just contract, man. Know. And then he turns back into John. Now they're on the bridge. Wait, no, they're, 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 they're mind melding again. I yeah, think. they're like swapping between being on the bridge, the bridge together. Bridge is in their mind. Okay, but so they're, they're on the this- bridge together, but they're really on the on the uh, the sacrificial stage still. Yeah, and he's back to John, naked and afraid. And he's like, "My fate was sealed the moment I got my revenge." And then we see him like he's just about to jump off the bridge. This is like this is like metaphorical, I think. Yeah, Jade is shrieking out. She's so sad. She's got her psycho dick again. And she's just like, "No, I never had that dick." Except one in her hand, she did. And because she's over it now that she knows her dad molested her, she's fine. Because that's what happens in real life, Griff. You find out who molested you, you're just like over it. Yeah, that's why that's why psychology is uh, it works too well. Like you get over that one hump and you're good. Go on with your life now. And then John goes, no, I have to go back to my home planet. And he dies. And then this, that's it. Originally, apparently, there was a scene where Jade did get pregnant by M's baby. So I, I, they're maybe setting up a sequel. I don't know what. That she was going to have a demon baby. Thankfully, they cut that out. And we just cut, cut to some Limp Biscuit. That's where you got to end the movie with some Limp. There's no better way to get an audience out of a movie theater than to blare <laughs> Limp Biscuit at them. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Time to get rolling, rolling, rolling. Maybe work in some subliminal messaging to go to the, uh, the popcorn Actually, you know what? It, it made perfect sense when you know what they ended with? The cover of George Michael's Faith. Oh. plays into the that, Yeah, that, that, that was their first single. I believe yeah. that was their first single. Baby! I love how somebody like isolated the vocals. I'm like, it sounded horrible when in the song. I don't yeah. know what like you're supposed to like. Oh, now it sounds horrible. It's oh, never good. It is. It is funny to isolate that. That's kind of. Fu- I kind of want to look that up now and see that. The funniest one is the fucking David Lee Roth isolation because he just says, <laughs> oh, that shit. But anyway, that's a great episode. That's a great month, Griff. Not so superhero month comes to a close, but does it? Because we've had four heroes, Griff. We need to have a fucking villain. So next week's movie, and we we might have a special guest. I don't know. We haven't worked out logistics yet. We might have a special guest for this episode. Mm. But what I will tell you is we're going to do the super. We started the month with an Italian movie. We're ending it with an Italian movie. The super thief known as Diabolic. Danger. Diabolic. He robs from the rich to give to himself. That's what I like about him. And, and in a way, he's kind of a hero to me. So that'll be next week. Get very excited for that. We're gonna we're going from claws 
to Jaws. Jaws. I like that. Because Griff and I are going to go to the lovely Red Theaters to watch Jaws right now. Can't wait. So we'll see you next week, and keep it warm. <laughs>